Hello everyone and welcome to the Pocket Knockers. It's Christmas, ding dong, merrily and hi, and Ed is here along with Aldo Cookie. Hello! Ed de Pinguano, it is the season of penguins. I hope you're enjoying yourself over there, Edward. Festive as fuck. Good stuff. Aldo Cookie used to be Angry Puppet. He was in last year's Christmas special, as some of you may remember. Hello. I am very much looking forward to this production because it is probably one of my favourite to listen back to. Ed, I think you've said multiple times that it's actually your top favourite, correct? I think it is, yes. Is that because it went no so badly wrong? Is that is that yeah. why, I'm assuming? I think it's just because we got drunk. Oh, yes, we did. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's everyone's tipple tonight, uh, Andy, uh, Mr. Aldi Cookie? Uh, I've, I've been out today and I've got myself a cheap bottle of Merlot from Aldi. So, oh, your good health, everybody, chin chin. And Michael, what are you drinking tonight? You, I'm drinking you said, Pierre and Moriarty. But are you? No, I'm drinking Carlsberg. <laughs> um, <laughs> For those of you who didn't see that, I do have a crate of Biera, which I have just for uh, showing on camera, which you didn't see. But I am actually drinking Carlsberg because I don't like that. Um, it was a <laughs> it was a present from colleagues, which I'm grateful for. Uh, and do it's, the colleagues know that you do a podcast, Mike? I yes. Ah. Well, can't yes, wait they do, yeah. to fucking listen to this one. <laughs> no, sorry, they're not going to listen to it. Thanks for your present. It's shit. <laughs> Okay, and Ed, your tipple, as he takes a little sipple. Captain Morgan. Oh. Spice Gold. Oh, spicy. Uh, Coke. <laughs> it's, all, it's all branded stuff today. Good Look, choice. Yeah, oh, hang Coca-Cola. on a minute. The light's gone Captain off. Morgan. Well, oh, no. Hang on. Oh, he's in, he's in the darkness. Hang on a moment. I sense a cut approaching. <laughs> nah, let's just leave it like this. Yeah. How are you, Ed? What have you been up oh. to? How's your year been, eh, since the last one? I did actually go through a point of looking quickly at our last one, and the first thing I noticed was we both looked a lot healthier then. We fucking did, Jesus Christ. We've aged a bit this year. Four stone heavier. I was like the the lightest I've ever been in 15 years. Yeah. I was like, but no, it's all all come back on now. Indeed, and Cookie looks gorgeous as always. I'm, I'm just I? going for the jolly look this year. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I've gone for. I've gone for, like, I don't know, like, just Mike Patton. This is actually Halloween tinsel with, like, um, skulls on it. I've got a monster snapback, uh, Ken Block edition, with a Poundland Christmas hat. Who the um, fuck's Ken Block? Is he a rally driver? Well, he's actually the co-founder of DC, who then sold the company later on, made a massive profit, and then got into rally. Yes, he's the one that yeah. does all the you know driving videos yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. I recognise it now. Was yeah. he on Didn't he do that one? He was. That, yes. What's that? Sl- that sliding road in um, uh, Pikes Peak. Uh, yeah. No, no, in like it's somewhere like in San, is it in San Francisco or something. You've got like the oh yes, yeah, he did full of that. hills. Yeah, yeah. Did- I know we're going off on a tangent, and ninety percent of our audience don't care. But they do a jump. You're right in that the San Francisco hills, and there's a mm. peak, as many of you may know, where like four roads all meet at the top on one flat plateau. 
and he does uh, like a drift jump where he comes up sideways around one, goes around in the air, lands and goes down the other side. It's awesome and it's a spectacle. From a production point of view, I don't understand how they do this, and you might know, Ed, because what they do is when the car's in the air, like the cameras are looking at the back of the car as it comes around the corner. Yeah. And it stops in the air, then the cameras rotate around the car, oh, and then yeah. it carries on and goes down. It's, it looks that, awesome. It's a they were trying to do. They were trying to. Pro- they were trying to promote. I think it was for promotional purposes. That one. I can't remember. Maybe, but I think it, yeah. As um, I mean, as all, uh, Cookie promos, just said, yeah. it's it's a yeah, it's a three sixty camera setup. So it's the yeah. same as bullet t- bullet time in the Matrix. So they they learn mm. like or. I mean, this day and age, let's let's be honest, it's like Google Street View. It's a 360 camera and it just takes Mm. them all at once. Yeah, I was going to say, it's the equivalent of like a panoramic picture where you move this. But then what I was expecting to see, because obviously in the shot, you can't see any of the cameras. Yeah. So I was expecting to one see cameras or like any sort of artificial, you know, AI. Because, you know, when you take a panoramic picture and a dog walks and then you've got a sausage dog. I was expecting like some sort of, Stuff, but they did it so well. Anyway, it is really. That's good. who Ken Block is. I got this at Goodwood Festival of Speed when I went, and he signed it. Oh, um, there you go. Was that one of your first post-lockdown ones? Mm. No, or was no, that, so was no. it a different one? No, that was I was maybe eighteen, I think, when I went. All oh, right, to, yeah, I know that you went to something. That was like the first thing you did post-lockdown was at some um, was it some racing event? Yes, yes, indeed, yes, yes. Went to a track day at Castle Coombe, sir. Go to uh, youtube.com forward slash tiresome for that uh don't it's horrible now it's not i will be honest here and it's not very often i actually give you a compliment but the stuff you do on tiresome it's really fucking good and i fucking oh. hate cars you uh so I, I've, I've, watched, I I've watched a couple of them i thoroughly enjoyed the one where you were pushing a car up a, a very damp back road it came out of your garage i can't remember which was, was it with your dad your yeah, dad was in it good old Papa Delamere, yeah. yes, he was there. Um, yeah, yeah. And you had to push um, push some car down a, a lane that was extraordinarily damp. Yes, yeah, indeed, yeah. Yeah, that was the little red Lotus Alain, wasn't it, I think, in that That's one. Which right, yes. Which yeah, gorgeous car. And my yeah. new lens has arrived, which I know you'll all be chuffed. I know, Santa's been good to me, myself. Um, it is... The smallest lens, it's a prime lens, which means that it's not got any zoom or any sort of fisheye. It's literally just two bits of glass inside the lens, which means it's it's what you would use if you know what you're doing, but I don't. Um, because on a zoom lens, you have all that light refraction and things like that that you don't want. It, it's, it, it, you know, you want a pure vision of what you're looking at. Um, but they're also cheaper because they've got no moving parts, really. Uh, well, apart from aperture and focus. <laughs> So this, but this I'll, for, show this I'll show you. I'll show you YouTube channel. Well, general content creation, yes, yes. Um, I've been fiddling around with it, and sorry, uh, uh, you know, listeners, aka people who actually use the podcast for its purpose. But this lens, I can't possibly explain. So this is the lens you would get with the camera, right? It's actually still quite a small lens. There it is next to a pint glass, everyone. For those listening, it's about half a three pint quarters, glass. Three quarters. Three quarters, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. actually, um, uh, Ed, we must take into account it's got the uh, shield on the top, so. Oh, yeah, half pint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this, uh, if I take the shield off this one. <laughs> top content. Fucking everything's broken. <laughs> Is that just whoa shit me? Well, that's, that is a quarter yeah. of mine. That's twenty five. That's a shot of lens, right? There. Is it the same lens? Is it the same lens or essentially the same? same. Like, 
It fits if, same camera. Yeah. Is that what you meant? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I meant like the, the same standard of lens, I guess. Like No, no. So as aforementioned, this is a prime lens. So it's got no zoom or anything. So it doesn't, you know, work, 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 work. Yeah. Uh, it's just a, a fixed lens. Uh, but it's got a very, uh, you probably won't be able to see this one. Just cut this out, Ed. But um, I don't know if you'll be able to. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. yeah, you got the aperture there? Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, and you, that opens right up, which is much wider than this one will go. Uh, which one gives you I, gives you I that do, cinematic blurred background. You know, like you know, for really awesome looking yeah. footage. Yes, but, yeah. your um, your current your current lens. What I like is the bit you were you showed me that you got for for the quick zooms and things like that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so simple. Yeah, it's effective. It's just so this that's thing here, it. Yeah. It's, it's like a little circular bit that you just you clip onto it, and then so you got a little handle you can just turn around on the lens. Yeah, oh. it's one of those things that you kind of think, why didn't they do that? I think I think uh, I think right now Cookie's just zoned out. Like, Clay's expression. <laughs> yeah. No, I no, I'm into cameras. I'm into cameras. Like, part of my degree when I was at university was uh, photography. Oh so, really? You can probably teach me some things then, to be honest. So, uh, yeah, no, I find I find most of it quite quite interesting. Especially, yeah. especially where I lenses do. are concerned. Um, this might be a spoiler because it hasn't been released yet. But we did uh, a, a so this is definitely video. getting cut. <laughs> yeah, no, we we did we did a video um, during MidCon where um, I'm not sure if you saw our first charity shop challenge video on YouTube. Um, we did a second one, uh, and for the the final section of the video, uh, Mike used his Canon to record it. And it's the this is when it was only talking to him. I found out afterwards that. Is it a tax reason that cameras can record up to 29 minutes? Yeah, yeah. So if you have, you know, like on a on a camera like that, you can record video clips of up to 29 minutes, and then you'll have to set it going again. Hmm. Because if you have one that can record over that, it's technically classed as a as a, a video camera, and that's more tax. I, so didn't, it's, I did not know that. Yeah, it's a bit of the uh, Jaffa cake scenario, isn't it? So that's a Panasonic G80, uh, but the G85, which is the Japanese-American variant, has an unlimited <laughs> buffer on it. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. So um, even though he, he was gauging that whilst we were recording the last bit, how long were we recording for in the end? 25 minutes, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know but why that For some happened. reason, it's yeah. still fucking cut out anyway. <laughs> yeah, it cut out we 25 to, minutes and then auto-recorded an eight-minute video, which is good. We had but to we record the last... Lost. Yeah, we had to record the last segment with Dale. Uh, yeah, I don't know how that's uh, going to We were back together. at my house. So, it's a, yeah, it's annoying because it would have been f- fairly good video, but yeah, regardless, whatevs. But we were lucky because Ree, bless her, she was recording like the, well, I hate to say the audience shot, but everyone else, you know, everyone else, she was recording that on her iPhone so we can mix it all in. Mm. Hopefully it'll be good. <laughs> I shall look forward to it, seeing as I couldn't make it down to uh, mid-con. Quite gutted about that. No, I know. Hopefully we'll uh, make, make one in the future. Yeah. yeah, we were also talking about, you know, we could try and do a North Con or something. Yeah, but uh, well. Midlands is a good... Like people were yeah, saying, that's... it's a good benchmark because obviously yeah. people can come from both directions, can't they? As, oh, it, as exactly, it were. Yeah. Mm. It's also quite handy because it's outside Ed's house. <laughs> uh... the, right. pub, the pub is is like uh, if you walk down if you walk down the end of my road, you can see the pub. Oh, I walked back to his house for a poo. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. I walked back to my house for a poo as well. I don't, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Pub toilets, yeah. forget it. No chance. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> the, the, this one it was okay, but it was had. I think 
last time I was on it, they might have fixed it, but it had one of those <laughs> skiddy toilet seats. So, you know, it, it had only one two stuck on it. It was a skiddy toilet seat. You mean they hadn't not cleaned it? Covered in skidders, oh, right. Not covered in skidders. Right. But it just did left and right. And the. Right. Um, the lock was broken on the door. So you had well. your one foot against the the back of the door as well. Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. My, I don't blame my you. least my least favourite public toilet is the one with the that doesn't have a lift up seat. It just has the two wooden blocks that they stick to the side of it. <laughs> yes. What the fuck are you doing? I call I call them the cheek spreader because it's so wide. <laughs> it's so wide that when you sit down, you 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 know. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, you oh, just probably this is him. this is proper on on Cookie <laughs> Brown now. We're talking about poet. It's uh... <laughs> Merry Christmas, right, everyone. Your logs, wonderful. Santa's sack dangling. Isn't yeah. it? <laughs> right, <clears throat> okay, everyone. Merry Christmas. It is 2021. Uh, maybe if Ed gets this done in time, so it will fucking be. Um... <laughs> Fuck off. Um, this this year, we're doing a continuation of last year's. So we only had a small selection of Christmas films because it's really difficult to find a film, a festive film that not everyone has watched. Um, so we have taken the previous list and just carried it over. Uh, that is what we are going for this time round. So you will get to see, maybe, you know, you might have seen on the list last time round, you would have thought, oh, it'd be nice to hear about that film. Now's your fucking chance, you bastards. You bastards. <laughs> <sighs> so. so. <laughs> wow. Dead air. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't do the presenting bit, because I'm fucking shit at it. That's why you're here. <laughs> You're not, you're not funny. You can just present. <laughs> As always, the Pocket Knockers podcast is three rounds. We start off with the good round in which the wheel will dictate which movie of ours we get to choose. <laughs> that was a joke. That was not bad. That was not bad. <laughs> that round is going to be all about positivity. Um, and it's about choosing the film that we think is the best, battling it out. And as always, Cookie is going to give us that unbiased uh, judgment and pick who he thinks has uh, not only faithfully and passionately and you know commemoratively described the film, but is also the most entertaining and honourable in doing so. In the second round, we have the bad ones. This one's all about negativity. It's about, you know, suicidal tendencies and hatred towards your family. This one is <laughs> going... <laughs> this one is where we have to spin that wheel and it will select a film in which we need to pick and just explain why it's the most terrible Christmas film on record, apart from the two we chose got Gifford last time. The third round is where Cookie really comes into his own because we have three of his films, which he knows fondly, but we do not. And we are going to have to slap the roof of that bad boy and try and sell it like a car salesman. Um, of course, as always, the wheel dictates who gets what. And I'm sure it'll be fine and there won't be any, you know, errors or anything. In that round, Cookie, we have, since you were last on this podcast, made a slight modification or at least a bit of a highlight to the rules. I say that very loosely. Right. Because, it's because Mike's a sore loser, so he's put these this stuff in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, train. Train. Um, so, Tennessee. Yeah. Not only is it about the entertainment factor and who's the best and funniest, blah, 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 it is about keeping it accurate as they the films you know you must also 
we can't just say, oh, yes, you know, oh, this film's crap. Oh, well, that's because Santa flew over an antelope on a Friday and I don't like Fridays. <laughs> Even though that's a hilarious sentiment, you can't just win on that basis alone. Because it's, it's, yeah, it's so the, you're, basing it on, you're basing it on the two-point system, so it's um, salesmanship and, and accuracy. So, you know what the world is missing? A Fast and Furious Christmas movie. <laughs> Fucking get in, yes. Can you imagine Vin Diesel dressed like this? Yeah. It's all oh, about yeah. family. It's all about family. It's all about family. Yeah. Yeah. It writes itself. Mm. Finn Griswold. Uh. <laughs> now, uh, as of last time, oh. I have brought the uh, all-important notepad for making notes on your uh, descriptions. A fresh page is needed, I feel. I appreciate that. Not many people have done that. I, I think I, you're the I, only did, one. Did, did no, I think Luke Aiden can... may have done it. Oh, okay. Aiden. I can imagine and, Aiden doing a bit and of a Luke notepad. And Lucan did as well. Lucan had a notepad as well. Right. Uh, no, wait, no, I think Lucan had one, but mimed using it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right, so, let's kick it off. Round one, everyone. Positive round bastards. One, uh, the first one on my list here is my good list, so we're going to have a oh, look at that. starting we've off got- with Ed. We've got two films, um, and it is Batman Returns uh, and Elf. So uh, I will spin that fucking wheel, I guess. <laughs> Any second now. There it is. Tick, 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 tick. Oh, get in. I don't know why it says C1 equals Elf. Let's ignore that. But it's Elf. It's the prequel to C4. Um, oh, that's me not doing my wheels properly. Right, okay, that is Elf. Uh, Mike, you have two films on your list as well. You I do. Home two. Alone and Die Hard. Two classics. Two um, it will very be big old classics. They fucking are. Uh, I will struggle with either one of these. So let's spin the wheel. Tick, 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 Die Hard oh. versus Elf. Oh. Die Hard. Very nice. And Cookie there, that's a noise of someone who's not biased. <laughs> no You'll know the, the noises from last time. You'll recognise those unbiased uh, <laughs> noises from last time yeah. when they happen. That wasn't a biased noise. No, 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 no. No, no bias here. No. Okay. Now then. I know everyone at home has already picked their favourite, either Elf or Die Elf or Die Hard, and is now frothing at the loins to see uh, which one we can come up with uh, as a winner, or at least Cookie can come up with as a winner. Oh, please, Mister Cookie, mm. probe us, ask us questions. Okay, so are we going to go for uh, Elf first? It's, it's up to you, my to me. It's right. up to you. Okay. Um, now, one of the more modern Christmas movies to have come out, um, where do you stack, first of all, Ed, where do you stack yeah. Elf uh, as far as modern Christmas movies are concerned? I would say Elf um, kick-started the Christmas movies. If you think you have popular movies from the 90s, such as uh, one on uh, Mike's list, which is Home Alone, uh, they, they, there was a sudden drought and it was just started getting lots of like made for TV films, things like that. And 
that was about it. All the Christmas movies after that were all about action blockbusters and there was no Christmas element to it. It was just selling the film around December, get the audiences in. Then I think Elf was 2003. It did say it then. I didn't fucking look. But um, it, it was the first time I went to a cinema to watch a Christmas film. Okay, it was someone else's choice and I was like, oh, well, fuck it, whatever. Uh, and I enjoyed it and it still had the the proper elements of a Christmas film. It was wholly Christmas-centric. It wasn't just the fact it was a film set at Christmas, like Die Hard. Um, sorry, that was a bad dig, but it, it that is true. Right. You're going to need um, it. But yeah, it, it's, it really helped re- remind people what a Christmas film is all about. You had all the jokes that are there for the adults in the family, and you had all the humour there for the kids in the family. And it is one of these films that I always try to watch on Christmas Day <laughs> because it's the most modern Christmas film. I know it's a long, long time ago now, but I think it shows the, you know, the Christmas side of things. And Will Ferrell actually did really well in this. He's always been a hit and miss person. Generally, I think he's a funny guy, but this worked really well for him. Uh, and Mike. Hello. Your opinions on the same, on the same question. Where would you stack Elf? What? Where would I stack Elf? Yes. The, the, it's the worst film in there. I'm joking. It's, <laughs> it is, uh, it's one of my favourites as well, uh, realistically. And it's one, I think actually, um, it's my girlfriend's favourite, probably. I think. Either that or The Grinch. But yeah, um, it's it's one of those. It, it's good. If I, I think it's good because it doesn't have... Um, Normally in a film, you have like a a scenario where you have someone bad. They take that Christmas Carol kind of thing, right? They take someone that's bad or not Christmassy, and then they turn out to be Christmassy. Isn't Christmas amazing? They do kind of do that in the background characters with his dad. Mm, but yep. that's not the main focus. That's not the main focus. You've got him in a real world. World in a world with elves and Will Ferrell. Um and yeah, it's it's a clever play on it, shall we say, rather than just the stereotypical rinse and repeat. What's it? And what? Why? When well, you mentioned your girlfriend, the one of her favorite movies. Why? Why is it one of her favorite films? What's what does oh, she love about it? Um, I don't know. I mean, she still says Will Farrell, even though I do say it's Will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Get her out. Get her. Go right. go. <laughs> so, yeah, you've got the name wrong, but <laughs> uh, hang on. <laughs> Tomato. Tomato. <laughs> He's, he's gonna go and get her now. Gonna go and get her. <laughs> Fucking could, this Mike could, has this just could, left this, the room. The thing is, this could be what swings the competition the first round. <laughs> Expert opinion coming in from the girlfriend. If 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 she joins us, while he's gone, I will just mention the uh, the talk about the modern take on things. Uh, I like how the um, Santa in this is streetwise. Like he. Mm. It's like when someone sneaks up on him, he's like, get back, punks. He's very much like that, but it's still Santa. And he just told her to leave. <laughs> Hang on, he's coming back. Okay, I have answers. Oh. Um, I can specifically say that The Grinch is her favourite Christmas movie. Oh. Elf is second, so <laughs> I was right about that somewhat. Yes. I don't know what Which this Grinch? guy's up to. Are we talking Carrie drink Grinch here? We are oh, talking Carrie, yeah, yes. Okay. Um, and 
I said, so what makes you like Elf so much? I, she said, she said she specifically likes the whale that pokes its head up and then goes, hi, buddy. I hope you find your dad. That is brilliant, though. It, she is right. It's the animated like, sequence. It's, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's the right. whole animated, like, yep. it's like yeah. Candyland or like yeah. that kind yeah. of thing. It's it's proper, yeah, cartoony yeah. North Pole. And I like how you have the transition from it. And then I can't, was it a raccoon he DCs? Or there was something else he tries to give a hug and he gets mauled by Yeah, it. there's all sorts of uh, uh, yeah. weird and wonderful stuff going on. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. It's, like, it's, the, it's the crossover, isn't it, between yeah. complete yeah. fantasy uh, animation and, and live action, which I don't think we see enough nowadays. It's true. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right, so so the Grinch was the favourite, but Elf is a close second as far as your girlfriend's concerned. Because of a slow whale. Because of a slow whale. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how intelligent whales are, so we... <laughs> Just judging by the speech pattern. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, no, I think it was actually a narwhal. As well, it wasn't a whale. Oh, it, made, oh, it was it? A, I can't remember. Did yeah. it have a horn sticking out of his head? It was a, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> right, as far as because I mean, it, it's obviously with it being a modern movie, the cast uh, is is quite epic, isn't it? As far as uh, Christmas movies are concerned, like we've mentioned, Feral, Feral, <laughs> quite a few times. But the rest of the cast is very, very Zoe good. Well. Deschanel, wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree, Mike? Zoe Deschanel is on my list. Yes, I'm in um, love with her. Mm. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> and Ed, cast yeah. wise, I've just said Zoe Deschanel. Oh, yeah, right, okay. um, <laughs> yeah. We're both plumping for. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember who played the boss in. Oh, I can't remember who it was that played the boss in the uh, in in the department. The, 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 the they were they did the Christmas decorations for. I might have to actually Google it, but. He was he was a he was a great hit. Played a very good part. Yeah, very yeah. good part. So so okay. So you've you've obviously stated the fact that uh, you think it stands stands up well compared to traditional because this was one thing that we discussed last year, wasn't it? The traditional kind of Christmas element. Um, and in your opinions, it it does kind of hold up to that lovely I, traditional Christmas feel, which is probably why I think it, Ed, you yeah. you make sure that you watch it on Christmas Day, yeah? Yeah, it it kick started it again because yeah. everything was dwindling. Uh I recall actually last time we, we had this, um I was talking about when I watched uh God, what was his name? Something Christmas. It was like about his brother. Um but he was in prison. But we, we were talking about that one. And how I watched that on Sky, and you you actually knocked me down on it because I said I watched it more than once, but because it was on Sky Movies, and all the Christmas films at the time were shit. Mm. Because um, we uh, Fred Claus, Fred that's Claus, what it was. that was it. I was just trying to think of yeah. the name. Yeah, Fred Claus. Um, yeah, but, but, but you you knocked me down on that. But but the thing is, on Sky Movies at the time, everything was fucking shit, and this kind of kickstarted Christmas movies again because everything was you know it just it was all about action blockbusters, mm. and if you're lucky, it might be set in December. <laughs> yes, um, I see what you're saying. It's that. I didn't, that wasn't that it? wasn't a deliberate jab. Yeah. But it's quite relevant. <laughs> it is quite relevant. <laughs> no, no, no. I understand where you're coming from. Um, yeah, having experienced the, the last time I was on the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> it's that loose attachment, isn't it? Which this this definitely I, doesn't have. It. It's it's. I was more thinking of. I know it's just to say it wasn't a dig at Die Hard. I was thinking more Hawkeye, the series that's out at the moment. I haven't watched the, it yet. The Avengers spin-off. 
But you know it's all set around Christmas. Yes. And, yeah. uh, but that's it. By the looks of it, from what I've seen, it's not a spoiler, but it's just because there are Christmas lights around. Right. Ah. Right. Loose attachment. Is that what you're saying? Mm. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And this is all about the spirit of Christmas. Okay. That's what saves the film at the end. It's about bringing back the spirit of Christmas, which I think is quite poignant because that is what happened. All the, you know, there's been a lack of Christmas films that has come back and it's brought back the spirit of Christmas. Question to you both. A lot of Christmas mm. movies make you cry, or they've made me cry. Did this one make you cry, Mike? I can wholeheartedly say I have never cried at a Christmas movie. Okay. Okay. You've kind of cornered yourself there. <laughs> I know, it's, you've made it public known on your stream that you're a crier of films. But, um, Me? This, yeah. Oh, God, I cry at the drop of a hat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I don't but I mean, think I'm interested. This, this is something, you know, if, if you're saying that it, it, it kind of it encompasses, you know, Christmas movies, there's got to be some element in that film that will pull the heartstrings. I'm thinking of one moment in this particularly. Ed, did the one moment that I'm thinking of make you cry? You know which I'm talking about. Fucking wish I did. Um, the the, it, the singing. Is it the bit the when they all start singing? Yeah, the singing. Yeah, and it's like it's, it's his dad does is mouthing it. And then that sounds awful. His dad's giving it a good mouthing. <laughs> But um, but then like then they all start singing because she starts it, doesn't she? Yeah. Zoe Deschanel's character yep. starts it. Okay. And yeah, yeah it, it is yeah. nice. It's it's heartwarming, but I I can't say it made me cry. But it's really nicely done. Oh fuck off! Making you notes. Miming of your notepad. No no no, because you both said you, you you didn't cry. So mm-hmm. that's a mark against both. <laughs> <laughs> against both, but we're going for the positive side of it. Um, what else can I ask you about about the movie? I think, well, I think you ask about Die Hard. <laughs> there's another film in this. Yeah, I, I think you've covered it. Okay, so yeah. do you want results? Uh, uh, no, no, what? How, how can you have results? You haven't spoken about Die Hard yet. No, no, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> That's a very good point. We, we, glad- we, should, we, we should have explained normally, uh, well, two things normally. I wouldn't normally comment on Ed's film because that could sway you, whether it be positive mm. or negative. Mm. Normally, you would ask someone one question about their film and then n- next to that, you would ask them about their film. No, but I'm, I'm enjoying his take on it. But Look, it's Christmas. It's not I don't swear. care. No, I'm having a good, a good time. A good I'm point. hanging out with Andy. Let's just crack on, that's I say. That's a good point. Yeah. Once again, I've completely mis- misunderstood the the, uh, the idea of the podcast. Um, Ed, <laughs> editing is needed once again. That's all right. We'll, uh, we'll keep this bit in, I think. <laughs> <laughs> nope, let's get rid of it. <laughs> this is no. This is going in the. This is going in the bin. Um, that's that's going to come straight after the original intro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, save that one for the outtakes. Wonderful. Right. So, Die Hard. Oh yeah, that film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, as as we've already discussed, well, Ed's discussed. Yes. It, yeah. It's it's the uh, the tacking on of Christmas. But why right. why is it not the tacking on of Christmas in your opinion, Mike? Right. So uh, it is a common argument, isn't it? You see it all the time, and every Christmas it comes around. Blah, Die Hard's my favourite Christmas movie. Oh, it's not a Christmas movie. It's just set at Christmas. Blah blah. blah. 
arguments ensue. There's always that gif of someone in the comments. I'm here for the comments, you know. Um, it is a Christmas movie. It is set at Christmas, but he's literally going, like John McClane is going there to see his wife on Christmas. If Christmas wasn't, if Christmas didn't exist, he wouldn't be going there. Not only this, but the fact that all this shit happens, of course, Nakatomi Plaza, lol. Um, all that happens because he's there and it's about family, going back to Fast and Furious again. Because it's about family and he needs to, it's Christmas and you're in the Christmas spirit and everything. It adds so much more sort of character to the film. It doesn't just, it's not just, as you said earlier about Hawkeye, a few Christmas lights in the background. It's because he needs to get home and have his fucking turkey dinner. Mm. <laughs> Indeed. And do you know what? Uh, um, what I saw today, which makes Die Hard uh, even more of a Christmas movie, is have you seen the uh, the Christmas calendar that's just come out? People no. are showing it on Twitter. It's, no, um, it's the the bad guy falling out of the building. Yeah, and each each floor is uh, a day of this December. So no, <laughs> nice. You I move like him that. down. Down the floors as you get closer to Christmas. Hans Gruber? Yeah, Hans Gruber, yes. Yes, Yes. I thought that was absolute genius. So, you know, you can't have a Christmas calendar attached to a movie that's not about Christmas, can you? That's, you know, that the fact that you've got Hans Gruber falling down a Christmas calendar. Ed's going to have to have a look for a picture of that and pop it on um, the YouTube video version. Very good. Because because I'm concerned that people are thinking about my my knocks against the the fact that films are set around Christmas. Um, this is one where, yeah, it's a fine line, but I am very, it's a pro pro for it being a Christmas film. Uh, as I said, I'd watch Elf on Christmas Day. Normally when I'm doing the last minute wrapping of presents, I would watch Die Hard on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, you know, like in, uh, let's use Home Alone, my other pro choice, which everyone knows is probably on our top 10 list, I should hope, as one of the best Christmas movies. Um, and really, when you think about it, I mean, yeah, sure, it's Christmas time, but robbers are breaking into his house, the old wet bandits, aren't they? And he has to protect it. Um, uh, His parents forget him. But the reason why it's a Christmas film is because the parents wouldn't have even gone away if it wasn't for Christmas. They went to see the family in France for Christmas. Mm. So... You know, it adds that. And yeah, the same sort of scenario. In fact, it dies the same as Home home Alone. (laughs) (laughs) And again, fantastic cast. (laughs) Great this cast. is my this is my plaza, and I must protect it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's no, no, I like I like that analogy. That's that. Um, uh, yeah, I I really appreciate you for doing that. Not normally <laughs> I compliment you. Uh, I must be getting too festive. But uh, how many rums have you had? <laughs> forgiving uh, the, the alcohol's making yeah. forgiving. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right, I love you. It's been over a year of pocket knocking. And, oh, I'll knock your pocket anytime, you dare. I want to unwrap your present. <laughs> I'll knock your stocking. <laughs> Sorry, Andy. Wow. Right, so. <laughs> I've got a bone Right. So. What, <laughs> <laughs> what else have you got for me, Mr. Cookie, sir? Lovely. Um, I think, I mean, as far as uh, Die Hard's concerned, um, like, you, like you just said, it is it is all about the fact that he's trying to, you know, get back to see the, the family. Um, just the fact that, I mean, you know, we can, forgive, we can forgive the fact that a lot of people die in the film. Uh, not not yeah. quite as Christmassy. 
um, as Elf. Uh, as, as far as I yeah. remember, there's not that many people that die in Elf. No, no, not no. too many homicides. But you know what? Even <laughs> when John McClane does kill someone, he still puts a Christmas jumper and a hat on them. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. So no. you know, like, mm. and you know, let's 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 roll with the fact for a moment. Let's yeah. remove that Christmas element from Die Hard for a moment there, because, like, don't forget, like Bruce Willis before Die Hard was famous for dancing. He was a dancer. He was in that dancing movie. It wasn't dirty dancing, of course, but it was. What what film is it? I may be scrolling. I I might be. Are you on about scrolling? Moonlighting. Is was that the film he was in? I don't know. That was a TV was... series. Was oh, it? Right. oh, I remember. Oh dancing no, no, you're absolutely right. Yes, no, it was a series. It's not a film. It's a series, and he plays like a bit of a, you know, pretty man. A pretty man. He's not an action character. He's not running around with guns and stuff. And that was when one they... of the longest running "Will They Won't They" series, wasn't yes. it? Moonlighting. It was. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what "Will They Won't They" means. It was like, are they going to get together or not? Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. On so tender hooks came... all the time. <laughs> what? Tender hooks. They were on. Yeah. You know, everybody that was watching was on tender hooks, waiting for that moment. Like Rachel and Ross in Friends and so exactly. on. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Or gotcha. I was going to say Cheers. Well, I can't remember the characters' names, but yeah. No. Um, nope. So, um, <laughs> so when Die Hard came out, and it, just as a flat-out action film, and everyone was already sceptical to the point when, in fact, they, I think they changed the artwork on the poster because he looked, he was standing a bit James Bond-esque, and they were like, that. no, right. we don't be wanting that because he looks like, because he's having a power stance, mm. and it made him look like he was striking a pose for a dance thing or something. So they went for the more meaner up close, oh, I've got a ruddy gun and I don't, oh, I don't, oh, I could do anything with it. Uh, not anything. Um, so, was Die Hard, was Die Hard based on a novel originally, where then, because yes. it was a novel, someone yeah, yeah. Some, there was actually a sequel to Die Hard, which did not have Bruce Willis or anybody else, but because it was based on a sequel, based feasibly, on the original feasibly, novel. yes. I think. Um, well, I mean, it's loosely based on a novel about people trapped in a building. Um, I, I Harold Palm stuck by yeah, Jeff I'm stuck. Smith. I think there were German, or at least foreign characters coming in to, mm. you know, rob it and things like that. I don't know if there was a lead protagonist called John McClane uh, who wore a vest top and stood on glass. Uh, but <laughs> it's red. My favourite pastime. His blood's red. Red's a Christmas colour. Boom. <laughs> so uh, the fact that when Die Hard came out and ripped everyone's tits off uh, and stuck it to the man and said, look, Bruce Willis is actually all right once he's been in the gym for a few months. Um, you know, that's also pretty cool. I, I like that because it, it goes against one of those ones because the critics apparently at the time when they were watching it were very sceptical. They're like, yeah, sure, the film's good, but oh, I don't know. Um, and they actually gave it poor ratings. Boom, it came out and the ratings went up afterwards So because it was silly. I, I know the third one wasn't set at Christmas or probably the ones that don't exist afterwards. Uh, um, died with I a Vengeance. Don't, I, don't, I don't like any of the other ones. With a Vengeance was good. But Die Hard 2, I know it got a bit panned. That was set at Christmas as well, wasn't it? Was it yeah, waiting? Yeah. Wasn't he waiting in the airport? Yeah, yeah, he was on his way. He was on his way. Christmas. He, the thing is with that one, whereas with die, this Die Hard film, 
the OG Die Hard, where he was like fist fucked into the plot. In the yeah. second one, he went sniffing for it, I reckon. He was in the airport because he just sees those two guys go in like the baggage area bit. He was like, proper, yeah. Hmm, he was like, well, that's they shifting. don't look like they should be going in the baggage area. And then he goes in there, gets in a bit of a gunfight. And then they have the whole captain policeman tells them, Ah, oh, you can't be doing that, boy. Yeah, this is my department. This is not your jurisdiction. Um, yeah. it, was, it was a Canadian. <laughs> Where was he? Uh, quality. Top, top, top quality. Yeah, I've been watching too much South Park. Mister Spigmouth, But yeah, there you go. Die Hard in a nutshell. Tis a Christmas film. He kills someone, puts a hat on them. There, he wins. He kills the bad guys. What more presents do you need? Uh, he meets up with the, the woman afterwards. There is a, there is another thing that's happened since the film. Uh, obviously, we got it got its massive cult status. Something that's appeared over time. It it appears every Christmas on Twitter, yeah. social media, and that and it completely encompasses Christmas because it's a Christmas decoration. The one where he's in the metal tunnel and people started putting it on the Christmas yeah. trees. Yeah, really? they, they, it's, 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 like a, it's a cube. It was like a cube-shaped bauble, wasn't it's it? It's when he's in the air conditioning the, unit. Like he was in the... Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Crawling along the air conditioning unit. When he's in the and, vent. Yeah, people started putting it on the Christmas trees. So, you know, there is another another reason why it is a Christmas movie. Because it's yeah. got its own bloody and Christmas And this is an interesting one. If you, if you Google, I know Retro is no more, but if you Google Retro Sesh, one of the first five, I think, pictures is a picture of Mike wearing a jumper that says, now I have a machine gun, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> is that true? Yes. <laughs> How lovely for you to remember that. Yeah, there you go. All right. Oh, there's a picture of two half-naked ladies as well, which apparently I posted <laughs> on Twitter. Hey, I've got a dick, let it out. Um, I don't see it. I'm disappointed. We'll cut off your Johnson. If I Google um, retro sesh and go to images. Yeah. And I remember a long time ago, I might have searched retro sesh Mike or retro sesh, but um, do you remember when we did the portal um, stream together? Yes. Yeah. I found that picture and it was actually the, the cropped off face from that picture that I used. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, your picture's there, the portal one, but the original is no longer. Maybe that replaced oh. it. Well, it's probably because Retro Sesh is dead. True, yeah. Hi, Pete. Uh, <laughs> Pete didn't watch then, and he's not fucking watching now. <laughs> if you are, though, Pete, you're right. So, Merry, Merry Christmas, Pete. Merry Love Christmas. You. Have one on me. Give her one as well. Right, so. Right. Conclusion. In conclusion. Oh, oh sorry. We forgot about Argyle. The limo driver in the basement. Oh, oh God, no, yes. he's a, yeah, he's an under, underground car park. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, no, no, no relation, uh, not to me or this podcast. But just, that was you know, brilliant. Just you, just left him downstairs alone. Yeah, fucking, just mentioned oh. Die Hard. It pretty much makes the film, really, because if it wasn't for him rattling that uh, box truck off, then uh, they could have yeah. got away with it if it I'm, wasn't for that. My, my, fa- my favourite character in the film is, I can't even remember his name now, but the police officer. Yes, with his Twinkies. Yeah, no, he's I can't very remember good. his name, but yeah. Uh, he might be called Sergeant Al Powell. I don't know. Hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Got Google. I, 
I wish I did. No, no, no. He is one of the. He's one of the memes that went out of control. It's like never forget this police officer. You know what he did mm. for the, you know for the for the for the country. Things like that. And people took it yeah. seriously, especially um, on Facebook. Uh, guys, while um, we're uh, while we're talking about memorable characters, uh, the late great Alan Rickman, of course, Hans oh, Gruber, yeah, um, one of the I, best actors of all Alan time. Alan Rickman is fucking brilliant, and he is. Uh, I know that Flora is probably going to watch this. No, she doesn't. She doesn't live, watch or listen to these. But um, Love Actually um, is once again. I hate to say it, but there was a Christmas film drought, and that was one of the Christmas films, and he was in that and. Although a lot of people don't like it, he still did really well mm. in that film. Mm. He, he he portrays characters so well. Um, he, yeah, I think this should be in dedication to Alan Rickman. To Alan Rickman, everyone. Well, Cheers. Uh, indeed. If I had some wine, Cheers, I'd Al. Or have a bit. Oh, you've got, you got a dribble. Not for the first time. Um, <laughs> right, so... Uh, <laughs> Hashtag pre-cum. Uh. <laughs> Lap it up. Um, <laughs> right. right, Love no, actually from- came out in two thousand and three. Uh, two thousand and three, the same year for Elf. That was a fucking oh, good Christmas for you, hell. wasn't it? How about that? Yeah, that's, a, go. that's pretty good. Right now, then, puppet. Before we interrupt you with another memory, please. <laughs> now I have an answer. Ho ho ho! You would like an answer? <laughs> yeah. Hello, yeah. Morty Vicker. Um. Right, I think you've, I think you've actually, and I like the fact that we've collaborated on this one because of my mistake. <laughs> no, I I appreciate this because it's not very often people go, "What do you think of the other person's film?" Well, that's like, because they know the rules. That's, that's because they know the rules, Ed. Uh, but whereas the, the rules are our who, rules are yes. is the judges is the judges' rules really? Really, right? Okay, yeah. Um, within reason. I, I didn't within reason. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, fresh <laughs> sore loser. <laughs> Okay, so you've both talked a good talk, uh, and I've enjoyed, like I said, the fact that you've collaborated and helped each other out with uh, both movies, which is great, which has made my life a little bit more difficult for choosing the favourite film. (laughs) Um, Elf, yes, is exactly, uh, like Ed said, is a traditional, in the traditional form of a Christmas movie. Uh, We we have actual Santa Claus in it. We have elves. Uh, we have the Christmas spirit. We have the singing at the end that made me cry. Um, it is one of my, um, you know, I like, I do like it. Uh, just before you say, non-biased, because I also love and adore Die Hard. And I actually watched that on Sky, I think, this week, again, from start to finish. So it's it, they're both equally, it's just difficult to... Is it going to come down to the fact that Elf is a more traditional Christmas film? I don't know. Which one, when you watch it, brings you more joy? More joy. That, at, you Christmas. Know. at Christmas. At Christmas. I'm not going to say, yeah, you can't watch it in August and go, yeah, it's a good film. No. Like, well, you could. Watch. Fuck it. Yeah, but we're talking your, about Christmas life. here. Because we are. Okay, there is there is one moment in Elf, uh, which is one of my all-time favourite moments, um, but that's because I'm a child. It's the bit where he drinks the huge amounts of Coca-Cola at the dining table and then belts his massively and then yeah. turns the child next to him and says, did you hear that? Uh, well, my <laughs> my favourite section in it uh, that I prefer to that is yeah. the fact he walks past the coffee shop that says the world's best coffee. And he's like, well done, you did it, guys! <laughs> There's a lot of great gags. But the thing is, yeah. Die Hard has so many great one-liners as well. 
It, you think it, I am, motherfucker? Yeah, I mean, it's it's jam-packed full of fruitful goodness. How do I choose? Is it a flip of a coin, this one? I'm going to go... <laughs> do we flip a coin? Can I find a coin? No, I'll tell you what, I am going to okay. go for... On this occasion, it's a tough choice. I'm going to go for... Die Hard. Because oh you bastard you absolute shit I know this will wind up so many people because this will cause the argument all over again it's not a Christmas no, movie oh, it's not a Christmas I movie approve. I approve but it actually is and you're right it is a movie that I will sit from start to finish every single time I know it's on uh, it's a fantastic yeah. film and I can't wait to watch it again so yeah I'm gonna no. go for Die Hard as I like it nice. um, it was actually last Christmas Eve uh, my son was here. And he stayed up with us. Normally, as I said, I'd wrap some presents and I'd watch Die Hard. It wasn't his presents I was wrapping because that'd be fucking shit. <laughs> but I, I was wrapping the fa- uh, presents for the other, the rest of the family. And he sat there. Uh, it was the first time ever he sat there and watched Die Hard with us. And that, to me, is... Well, I just mentioned it because it's that memorable. Hmm. Yeah. It's and, and what normally... Was, what was his opinion at the end of it? He, he watched it through all the way through. Yeah, it might not. What was it? Asked you? It might be the year before, actually, because yeah, I think it was like when it. my mum was here. Yeah, he liked it. He watched it, and that says a lot from my son because he's not normally a big fan of like your big action films unless there's superheroes in it. Mm. Right. Okay. Well, there is. Yeah, there is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You could say that. Yeah. What a first round! I tell you what, Ed. I'm. I gotta say, I don't think I've ever been that unaware of which way that could have gone. Like, I was, yeah. Normally, you get I, like I, a bit I, of an inkling know. and, you know, oh, yeah, okay, I think I got this one or nah, it's taken this or whatever. But that was fucking 49.50. Um, I, I, like I like the final decider. Was it because, <laughs> be, because people think it's not a Christmas film. Oh, it is. And I Probably. say it is a Christmas film. It's got, yes, it's borderline Christmas element, but it does. And one of the re- main reasons is because I think it was either on Sky or BBC One where they had um, the song Let It Snow, Let It Snow. Yeah. And they were doing like the, the highlights of the Christmas films. The credits. And it was like, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. And then you just had like the yippee kaye obviously, with the, the, the bit cut out. But it, it was... Yeah. That is always memorable. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, think it I might know- have actually been in the trailer as well. Did they play that, that music in the trailer for Die Hard? It Possibly. rings a bell. Yeah. You know it, what, though? And I think the reason why everyone mistakenly says it's not a Christmas film, uh, because it was released in February. Was it? Yeah, fuck, fuck off. 1988. So Well, the, shit the fucking bed, sunshine. The, the Christmas buzz has already gone. Everyone's taking their fucking trees down, and then boom, what the fuck is this Christmas you film? Get, yeah, you get a, a Christmas film in February. So, so then it becomes just an action film that you watch until it gains cult status in like 2005 to now. Have you ever noticed some people try to push the limit with these things saying, well, if Die Hard's a Christmas film, I'm going to choose this one as a Christmas film, which is even looser. Someone once said to me that Adam's Family, the movie, was their favourite Christmas film. Because if you remember, it starts off with the carol singers. And then, then it pans up to the top of the building where they're pouring the cauldron of hot whatever on top of them. Right. Um, but if you remember the end of the film, um, it's set in Halloween. <laughs> so it just doesn't oh. work. 
That you you you're pushing the limits, but um, yeah. Die Hard to me is yeah, it's a Christmas film. Everyone can fuck off. I feel like it's so weird as well. There must have been issues with releasing it on some sort for them because they would have aimed for that November December release. I th- I think yeah. around that time there were so many Christmas films going out. That was when uh, studios and production companies were you know they used to focus on Christmas films in December. They probably mm. pushed that one as a Christmas film and they went, well, actually, we've got this one to release. We're going to push yours forward yeah. to the next box office. Yeah, because it can get away with being an action movie. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah no. Yeah, that's absolutely that's fine. That's interesting. I never knew that one. That's that's good. Yeah, no, I didn't know that. Indeed, yeah. And someone has probably, at the point of us talking about it, gone, actually, it's you'll find this was released in December. Well, we just fucking said that, so fuck you. <laughs> well, actually... Um, uh, they're going to find it very hard to argue with me because my memory is very specific. Um, <laughs> I've got it's nothing very, to do with a monitor in front of you. I I actually don't have monitors. I've got a Google uh, a Google Hololens, not a Microsoft, <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, yeah, it's all AI. Uh, but yeah, it's it was in February, nineteen eighty eight. Most of the time, he's watching porn. That's on my other screen now. <laughs> right. Should we do round two? Round yes. two, please. Yes. Number twos. I'll try uh, and get so the round right this time. This is bad stuff, all right? Angry cookie. <laughs> yeah. Angry cookie, yeah. <laughs> so um, we're going to be asking... Que- you're going to ask us questions, like, one at a time. Maybe don't ask the other person in the middle of the round because it will sway your judgment. Uh, <laughs> or... You know, do what you want. Yeah, Steph, your why life. are you doing this? You won the last round, and it, you know, he, yeah, he but changed. I want to win the fucking podcast, all right? <sighs> In the bin, you prick. Um, right, we'll look, have a look at Mike's list of <laughs> shit films. It's it's the same way around. Just remember that we're trying to tell you which one's the worst. It's true. Um, Mike's set of films are Jingle All the Way Two. Now two. I'm hoping you get this because last year we did the first jingle. You did the first. We jingle did. Way, we, we did indeed. Yes, and then um, Christmas the best Breaking, and the Christmas Breaking. I've got to be honest. I've never heard of that one. Yeah, it's um, straight to Netflix. <laughs> okay, right. Yeah. We'll spin it. Tick 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 tick. Brilliant. Jingle all I'm the happy way with too. that. Jingle all the fucking way too. Jingle bell, um, jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell. My list of shit films. I had this one in my, one of them that was last year. In my shit film list was Home Alone three. Yeah, which if I had the time, I would have watched the the latest Disney Plus film of the. I can't remember what it's called. Home Alone. It, I can't remember, but it's another Home Alone film. Has it got Macaulay Culkin in it? No, no, no. And it's, then it's not a Home Alone film. Which is why Home Alone Three is on this list, if I'm honest. And yeah. then we've got then we've got uh, Santa with muscles. I um, I must confess, uh, I had to uh, on Jingle All the Way too. I hadn't watched it until researching for this, and when researching bad Christmas films into my memory, um, I um, I saw Santa with muscles. Yeah, I I remember I've never seen it. it though. I remember it um, without ruining it for people. Um, it's a Hulk Hogan film, uh, and oh I, I, I will admit, I went to the cinema to watch Mister Nanny because my old man and me we used to watch wrestling on Sundays. Um, Center with muscles. I do vaguely remember it, but um, before we recorded this, I watched like sections of it 
just to jog my memory. Well, I really hope you get this because, uh, as some of you may know, Jingle All the Way 2 is a WWE film. <laughs> Fucking hell, yes, of course. So if we get two wrestling-based <laughs> films... <laughs> Well, we'll see as I spin the fucking wheel. Have a spin. Tick, 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 tick. Oh, fucking shit. Oh, no, it's Home Alone 3 for you. Never mind. fucking awful. We'll have to mud wrestle later. But, yeah, I will say very quickly that Santa with Muscles, it was about Santa... Hulk Hogan, he played a character who was, like, fitness freak and he used to sell, like, vitamins and things like that. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> but um, then he he was being chased by police because he was a dickhead. Uh, he dressed up as Santa, then he fell down a garbage chute in a shopping mall whilst dressed up as Santa and he had amnesia, and he thought he was Father Christmas. You that missed sounds, out on that, that one. Wow. Fucking maybe, awful. maybe next year, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it reminds me of that English woman who, uh, I think she had a stroke or something, and then she spoke with a Chinese accent. Oh God, yes, yeah, yeah I, know. I remember that. It's like, yeah. and it's just to clarify, Cookie. I can tell by your face there you're not aware of this. I'm not aware um, of this, but it's it's not an actual Chinese accent. It's just like a, you know, like if you were to do an impression of a Chinese person. Hang on, is this a real life person or a movie? It's a thing. No, it's a fucking thing. Yeah. It's oh no, I, I know. Yeah, it does happen, doesn't it? People come out of comas and they can speak French or something stupid like that. And you, this isn't speaking the language. It, this is a just putting on a really bad accent. Yeah, it reminds me of something yeah. today. Uh, actually, so where I live, rugby, um, there was a video and it was on BBC News. It was about rugby food bank, and they did their own version of Twelve Days of Christmas. And the guy that was singing it, it was like a proper Welsh tenor um, <laughs> that works at the food bank, and I recognised him. And when I saw his name, I went, "God, I know who he is," because I remember getting drunk with him down the local pub. And my problem is, if I'm talking to someone with a really thick regional accent when I'm drinking, it kind of like I start doing it. And then the next minute, <laughs> I had a really bad Welsh accent Brilliant. after about six whiskeys. <laughs> I went Apologies, Geraint. I went to a pub years ago with a, an ex-girlfriend um, and, uh, and she, before going in, she said to me, we're going to be Scottish when we go in here. <laughs> and I, uh, Yeah, exactly. And I looked at her and went, what do you mean we're going to be Scottish? She said... We're brother and sister, and we're going to be Scottish. And I just was like, okay. And we literally... We did. <laughs> it was the worst thing! So like, we, we sat on a, a long table, which was full of students and some elderly gentlemen, and we endeavoured for two hours to try and maintain... Scottish and the guys were asking us questions about where we were from, where you know exactly where yeah. did we grow up and stuff like this, and it was just horrendous. So I feel your pain if you're you know you're, if you're attaching yourself to uh, Welsh accents to buy Can, by someone um, that you're having a drink. I, but my my reason is I was pissed. But what was yours? Why were you having I to pretend know. to be Scottish? Just said, you, we're you're gonna gonna be Scottish. Still don't know. To this day, it's a mystery. No, I have to be bit Scottish. Of fun, isn't it? <laughs> bit of fun. Well, uh, can I? Can I <laughs> Have a, can I have a bit of your accent there, please, Cookie? The Scottish that you the Scottish, that night. The Scottish one. It tends to go a really bad Billy Connolly. As they all do. So, so I, I was like, right, I'll go to the bar and I'll get us a drink then, shall I? What are you having? I'll have, a, I'll have a Heineken. Right, I'll go and get a Heineken. I'll have a Guinness. I'll be back with you in a minute. Do you want a shot with that? You know, and it was, it was like that. 
but it was that's very Billy Connolly. That was quite impressive. But yeah, a, yeah. But it's having, very good still. The thing is, having people sitting next to you, looking at you, knowing that you're bullshitting, but you having to maintain it and just you know saying, "Oh, hi, we just come down here for a, a wee visit, visiting family who live locally." Yeah. Are you now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yes. it was just you and your partner that knew, though. Yeah. But you were both like snickering at each other <laughs> with your. Uh... No, we had to keep it. We had to keep it as deadpan as possible because everybody uh, was looking at us because it was right. so obvious that it was bullshit. And you said two Fucking hours. Hell. Is that because they figured it out or because you left them? No, we were there for two hours. Okay. <laughs> we, we so went. you got away with it. Um, I don't know whether we did. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only thing comparable to that is when I used to work at Pizza Hut, I was like the person who, you know, if you phoned for your takeout before the apps, you know, mm-hmm. um, you'd you'd get through to uh, me in this particular restaurant. And for some fucking reason, <laughs> I don't know why, I just picked up the way and went, good eye, Pizza Hut, Mark speaking, how can I help? <laughs> Brilliant. And, then, Brilliant. and it wasn't until I did that, and I was like, fuck, I have to do this for the whole call. <laughs> and there's no way that I can just go, oh, yeah, that's a pepperoni, is it? <laughs> like, no, I have to carry on. So I, yeah, I did. And then, pepperoni, and, mate. Yeah. And then, you know, people that were there, you know, because when you weren't taking a phone call, you had to be folding boxes or, you know, mm. keeping busy doing something else. They just slowly turned around to look at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there you go. That's the only comparable. That's quite similar, though, I guess. Both yeah. in a shit situation. Realizing that, yeah, realizing you got yourself into a situation that you cannot get out of. Because if we'd we'd done it for an hour and then just gone, <laughs> we're just having a laugh with you. Yeah, it would have been out the back and yeah, two shades of shit being kicked <laughs> out of us. Just get a ball of scotch. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Dear God. Right. Uh, what films have we got? <laughs> yeah, Mike, you've got Jingle All The Way, and Ed, you've got Home Alone 3. Now, okay, so have... just to clarify, Jingle All The Way 2. Sorry, just Jingle All The Way 2, yeah. 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 Now, there's a, there's, a, there's a really big advantage you've got over me with these, because I haven't I like... seen them. <gasps> I haven't seen that's, them, so it's, it's all going to be down on descriptions. Of, <laughs> like, uh, neither of we! <laughs> <laughs> I, but I will explain that I have watched and descriptions, isn't it? On this one, yeah, I guess. Which I'm so it's because it's really difficult to to show enthusiasm on a film I fucking hate. <laughs> yeah, but you can you can show gusto on how much you fucking hate it, can't you? Which is what I like. I guess now, so. I'm going to go with Mike first because Woo! because I went with Ed first last time and then we all joined in and it was a complete shambles. Um, so Mike first. I've never seen Jingle All The Way 2. I've seen the first one, which is barely watchable. So why is the second Jingle All The Way equally, if not worse? Hello, my name's Mike, and I'm here to explain to you why Jingle All The Way 2 is the worst Christmas movie ever pervade in cinema. <laughs> well, first, it was straight to DVD for starters. Right, ah, so... right. Didn't even, didn't even make um, it to the cinema. S- Good stuff. Right, yep. <laughs> you have seen Jingle All The Way 1, in which uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger has yep. to locate a toy for his child because he's a shit dad. Uh, well, in that case, you've seen Jingle All The Way 2. Um, <laughs> right. 
It right. is. It's Larry the Cable Guy instead of Arnold Schwarzenegger. There is also the uh, other father figure, I guess you could say, who's battling. And the whole film is them trying. It's a bear, a cuddly bear in this situation. That is the target toy of that Christmas. And um, the, uh, the, yeah, the the idea is, is that they're both f- fighting and coming up with ploys uh, against each other to uh, fuck each other up. Now, I, I pick up what you're putting down regarding Jingle All The Way. It is a bit of a dive with regards to it being a film. But the thing is, because it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, and because even Sinbad, I think, actually does a pretty good job in that movie. Mm. But, like, it's it's a cheesy movie, but it's the cheesiest of the cheesy movies, right? So it's kind of like, you, you dude, you crack on. It's like The Room, you know. Um, it, can it's can like- I quickly interject, and it's not a negative, but Jingle All The Way, yes, is a fucking shit film. But because it's a Christmas shit film, I have watched it more than once. And I will pick out how shit it is, but I will still laugh at it. So it's laughably yeah. good. Yeah. Um, that's all I'm saying. Carry on. Sorry. but uh, The I- problem is when you take that same recipe and you, I would say, maybe quarter the budget, take away that star power... <laughs> Um, you end up with uh, a hollow film made by WWE Productions that, and the thing is Is that where Larry the Cable Guy came from? No, no, he was originally an advertiser because Larry the Cable Guy, the only thing I know him from is uh, Mater in Cars. Yeah, yeah, no, he's been around for years. I think I'd the never uh, seen him in anything else. No, I'm he's very American, very American. He advertises yeah. things on TV in America. Uh, he's got a line of food, like microwave meals and things. Larry the Cable oh, Guy. Okay. That's um, interesting. And he's famous that, for the saying "Get her done." So, so that's very. Yeah. It sounds very similar to Ernest. Have you ever seen the Ernest films? Yes. No. Yeah. No, so I like haven't. Ernest Sage Christmas, Ernest. Yeah. Halloween or whatever, but he, Ernest's character started off as a cable TV character, and then he, then Disney got his the rights, and then they made loads of films over him. I used to love the Ernest films, kid. Yeah, but, and then uh, yeah. made a, a dueling company called Ernest Jones. What? Good. Fuck off. Tom, Tom. <laughs> I, I, sorry, but but Discord muted out, and then I had to recollect, like, put together what you said. And yeah, yeah, the jewelry company. Fuck off, Michael. All right, I'll shut up. I like you carry it. on. I liked it. More jokes like that, Mike. Like it. So uh, the thing is, the, and the reason why it fucks me off so much, apart from it being on the from the outside a generally shit film, is because they try. Uh, and rip off. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just had a little. Oh. <laughs> I was trying not to laugh and it didn't work. You do that more frequently than you care to admit, don't you? Oh. <laughs> yeah. It always reminds me when at the end of Titanic. It's the same as my pre-cup noise. Yeah. <laughs> she drops the heart of the ocean into the fucking water. <laughs> I hope you found your dad, buddy. Right. <laughs> Oh, I stroked my face in the. uh, Hello, Anne. (laughs) (laughs) Right, uh, it's gone to shit in round two. (laughs) 
Good. But yeah, the reason, apart from it being a generally shit film, the reason why it actually angers me to a point of intrusion is because um, they try, they have the audacity to think they can take literally that same recipe of there's a toy, let's just make it a fucking bear. It doesn't need to be... A, a cool action man type turbo man doll. It's just a fucking teddy bear. And it's, let's just get the dad to, in one of the scenes, Andy, the, 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 not Larry, the kind of the, uh, the other dad, if you like, he buys all of them available on the shelves. Now, this is still the same Turbo Man sort of thing. This is the toy that's in so much demand, right? That they, they're very hard to come by, blah, blah, blah. He buys them all. What? What are you? What? What are you doing? Like, come on! And how much is that going to cost? Like, it's the uh, the whole plot is re- stupid. Sorry, almost went there. <laughs> is this is this the, the 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 sequel version of the guy who lived next door to him? He's not in it. None of the original. Know, actors are. Yeah, no, yeah, that, that's what I mean. They tried. But to yeah, 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 into, yeah. It's like, the previous oh, I, version. The actor, uh, the the character in the in the first film, he was just trying to come on to his missus, wasn't he? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was trying to say, "Look, I'm actually a better father figure for your kids than." Uh, yeah. Well, actually, that is never it's portrayed, but actually, he could have just been a nice guy. <laughs> I, be I, I I think I said the last time that we did discuss this, the guy who was in the first Jingle All the Way, the neighbour, and that he was played by the late great Phil Hartman. Yes, um, indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he was very well known as. Um, Wow, was it Troy McClure in The Simpsons? I, Troy McClure. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, Sorry, but, I'll shut no, up. I'm no, just, I'm Ed, drinking. You carry up, you drink, and you fucking interject. All right, don't let anyone tell you any different. But I am noticed. I am trying to point on that I'm interject, interjecting here, but I'm not making any negative comments towards you. I'm trying to like encourage on a personal level. <laughs> on a personal level. On a personal level, I think you're a fucking cunt. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, Retro yeah, but- DOA. Pocket knockers forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moon bus. Right. Oh. <laughs> we are we are now discussing uh you're saying that, but this is the Moonbus number one fan, so fuck off. Oh yeah? Oh yeah. no. Love it. He's the one that I thought it was bullshit oh, no. and then one he messaged me and he said I gotta keep doing it. Yeah, so no, yeah, off. yeah. More more moonbus. More like encore, encore. Yeah. Oh definitely. Um, but you pick no, up what I'm putting no down. Moon it's, yes, it's because yeah, they I'm... it's because they tore that whole structure out heartlessly. Thought we can do this with half look, quarter of the budget. We fucking we know how to do this. We have got some cameras. We can do that. And no, you can't. And it doesn't come off very well. We've got some go. cameras. Yeah, yeah, I've got I've, I've got a Canon the DSLR. Only right? twenty nine minutes. I've got the but, new iPhone. Uh, we can do that. <laughs> uh, holds up Sony Xperia. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> right okay so home alone three ed yeah um, um i've seen obviously i think most of the human race has seen the first one classic yeah uh second one is that the one with donald trump in am i yeah. right in thinking that, that yeah yeah because right. donald trump has a quick cameo in the hotel but yeah. tim curry he plays the, the uh, hotel yes. guy she's trying to catch him out and that's when they do the um Oh god, I can't remember the gangster movie he watches, but he watches the sequel to the gangster movie and he plays it back to Tim Curry. Because mm. Trump, that is Trump also. I, I use... still like that. 
Didn't you say I went you back- can only use my building as long as I'm in it? I think that was that the, pretty uh, much. Yeah, precursor. that that was exactly it. Yeah. And it it but was green. still a good film. That was when the wet bank bandits they became the sticky bandits. Yeah, because they were like in a trailer full of fish at the beginning of it or something. Uh, Angels with filthy souls. That was the, it. Is yes, that, is that what it's right? Okay. Yes. Um, now I, I enjoy the second one. I don't yeah. think I've seen the third. So go on. What? what, what so the third one. The third um, one it was a direct to video. Oh, it's another, la- another straight to DVD. Yeah. So it was ninety seven. I'm not sure if it's deep straight to DVD, but I know it was on Laserdisc oh, as sorry. well. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because um, <laughs> this one it. here, it's got another kid this time. <laughs> he does, but. Um, <laughs> It starts off with like a, a small gang of like I'd say small time crooks, but let's be honest, apparently they've got a microchip for a, a cloaking device for missiles. <laughs> what? That they they what? yeah they they've they've stolen it off they've stolen it off a North Korean terrorist, um, and the, if they find the best way to try and transport this item into America was putting it in the inside of a remote control like radio control car. Transport goes wrong, and this kid gets it as a present for Christmas. And so he's fucking about with his remote-controlled car. Um, he, you'd think he's home alone, but basically their version of home alone is mum goes to work and leaves you at home. That's what it is. And so she comes back, everything's back to normal. The next day, um, this is off memory. Yeah, mm. People in the comments might try and prove me wrong on it. Um, and it's him, and I think he's, he gets helped with, like, a pet rat or hamster. I think it's a rat and a parrot that repeats words. So uh, <laughs> wait, it's wait, him. Wait, him wait, it's basically wait, him wait, trying no, to stop think, them from we trying to, to no, get hold of I think we chip. need to discuss the pet angle here. What? what? <laughs> now, I'm assuming back in the day, these are not CGI. These are just animals. That they are just, are just animals, Running yes. around. Yeah, well, yeah. So it's it's. I don't know how he gets help with the pet rat, um, but the pet parrot. There's okay. like obviously because it's a parrot, it copies things people say. Uh, I remember I the think, scene. I remember it. I th- I think the reason he's at home all this time is because he's got chicken pox or something. And by the end of it, I think all the end all the baddies have got chicken pox in the end. Woe is them. Um. It's just fucking awful. I mean, they've taken like two films, and I know people say, oh, the second film's a complete copy of the other one, but Home Alone 2 to me isn't the same eyes as Ghostbusters 2. I think they're still as good as the other. There's nothing wrong with it, but why the fuck did they have to carry on with this? They could have done something else, but it's just it's a direct-to-DVD option. I, I will say that this is, going back on my previous discussion about Elf, this is why things are being destroyed. They're doing complete carbon copies and it's all direct to DVD or shit that they would show on Sky Movies. And this is this is probably the start of the death of fucking Christmas films. Do you think uh, that three failed miserably because Macaulay wasn't in it or it's just a terrible film? I first time I got this, I'll, I'll be honest. I rented it at Blockbuster, right? And I took it back and I watched it, and it was fucking shit. And I I chose to rent this because it's a Home Alone thing. Um, you were hoping hoping that it would follow the rhetoric and uh, the way. He- yeah, I knew that. I knew already that he wasn't going to be in it. Yeah, I thought I the cover the cover gave that away. Yeah, the cover. Yeah, the cover pretty much gave that away. Yeah. With his fucking stupid 
Put in bowl haircut. Um, <laughs> right. It it wasn't it wasn't good at all. It was just a guy. It was just a kid that couldn't go anywhere. His mum was working, and he had chicken pox, so he had to stay in the house. And he he's got the remote control to, car with a chip inside it that. Yeah, and he knew sure people were trying to break into his house, and the the reason was because he was fucking about with a remote control car. He used to use. I think he modified it so he could like um, remove the snow, like a, a, a snow plow on his neighbor's driveway. Right. Yeah. And that's what he was doing it for. And then the it, it came into the proper, you know, there, there was um, there, there was a female villain and two male villains from memory. And it was then we were there all like, <laughs> and it was like, oh, you stupid idiot, slapping him around the head. <laughs> it was very, very fucking mediocre and ridiculous. Um, yeah. What just uh, just, uh, just what age were you when you rented this? <laughs> I was probably about 12. Oh, oh okay. 12, 13. 13 years old. You've got to remember there's a 10 years difference between us. I know I look older than you. Yeah, but, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, this this was released in this, in 1997, uh, Christmas 97. Right. Christ, I feel ancient. Great. Uh, you look it as yeah. well. <laughs> Thank you for so much. Yeah, Thank you. Uh, cheers. Um <laughs> <laughs> Right. Okay. Shall we have some results? I think I think, uh, I think it's time to have some results now. Um, because I've not seen either of these, and, and by the sounds of it, I am fucking glad I haven't seen either of these. Um, yeah. Jingle all the way to sounds horrific because, like you said, Mike, it, it it sounds as though it is just a carbon copy of the first film, but with I, nothing I special to offer. Without trying to sway the judging here, but I mm. think Jingle All the Way Two was also like a direct uh, release. It was I don't think it was ever a film. So we DVD we're in a yeah. we're in a similar similar area here when mm. it was a, a big film franchise that was then just sent straight to DVD, straight to Blockbuster, straight on it, Ed. Yeah. They, pit, pit straight on the VHS. They just reeled it off. Mm-hmm. Fucking straight to Betamax. They said that's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's not yeah. going anywhere. Um, and yes, you're absolutely right. Cinemas. Yeah, it's it's that it's the rinse and the repeat, but the the heartless attempt of it, mm. and the way that they literally just thought we'll chuck a tenner in, use that, it'll probably work. You will use that <laughs> format. I would yeah. like to say jing- jingle all the way, um, without trying to fuck myself over here. But jingle all the way, they were still trying to do the Christmas films. Um, yes, it was corny, but that was in 1996. Mm. So that was around the time that Christmas films, as we know them as the heartwarming Christmas moral of the story and everything, it was waning. And that was 1996. Home Alone 3 was in 1997. So I would say Jingle All the Way, the original, was the the, the last defining Christmas film before it all went to fucking blockbusters, like big explosions, who cares about mm. Christmas? Until five years later, when... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when Elf came along, uh, or no, it was ten more years than prior that. when yeah, it was n- when nine Die Hard came out. All right, mm. whatever. Carry on. Hmm. The rehash for Please. Jingle All the Way, uh, and I don't know why I'm saying this is as, as if Home Alone Three is not a rehash because it, it is. It's it's the same. Home Alone Three to me wasn't a rehash. No, but it's because. It, 
It's, it's, the the original okay. Home Alone 3 was his family were out of the fucking country. <laughs> yeah. She's gone to This work. was his just mom went to work. She's <laughs> disappeared for eight hours. Yeah. People oh, fucking hell. I best defend the house right now. Yeah. I was not telling her about the fact that I've got a fucking cloaking device for a fucking nuclear missile in the house. Uh, um, from what you've described, um, it, it, Home Alone 3 doesn't sound Christmassy. There's no Christmas. I can't hear a Christmas element in there. So that's. Not that. really. It was the fact his present was a fucking. Yeah. Uh, it was a, a snowing. Car. <laughs> and it, there was yeah. there was snow on the drive. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a, a, a negative for that. Um, jingle all the way to less budget, same story rehashed. Um, not even having Arnie in there. Did, was there anybody famous in in Home Alone three? People may consider Larry the Cable Guy famous, but I no, only, then, as I said, right, I only no. know him. Do you, have you ever watched the Cars films? Uh, no, sorry, he's asking about your film, Home Alone 3, not mine. Home Alone 3, no one. No one. No. Yeah, just Scarlett Johansson. Oh, what? was she in it? Yeah. Was she? <laughs> Did yeah. she play the lead baddie in it? Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Well, oh, hang on a moment. That. Oh, Mike, you've. I think you may have... Well, no, that was, no, this is worse. This is worse. Why would that's not going to sway that way? Right, okay, worse. Oh, one. no, no. Oh, shit. No, she, she played the main character's older sister oh. in it. Um, no, I'm don't say now. that. It's 1997, remember? Yes. Steady. That, right, yes. Stop it now. Um, yeah. I, th I think I'm, I think I'm going to have to... Editing nightmare. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go for Mike's option again. I think, because Home Alone 3, uh, the fact that it was slightly different has helped it kind of get a slightly above uh, Jingle All The Way 2. If Jingle, if Jingle All The Way 2 is literally just a rehash with less budget, no Arnie, then, yeah, I think I'm going to have to go for Jingle All The Way 2. Because oh, they tried to put a spin on it. I, okay, I get it. I understand. Now, I it. will. Nah. What I will say, I'm over the moon. But the other thing I will say is that this means that this Christmas we actually will get to knock some pockets. Woo! Pow! Well, we will if yeah. I win the next one. Otherwise, it's a straight clean win from you. Oh, we've never had a clean, have we? No. Well, either way, it'll be fun for me. So, um, there's, two, <laughs> there's something I must mention about uh, Home Alone 3. I didn't feel it necessary to mention before because I didn't want to, because it is a positive. No. Um, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to sway our lovely Andy's judgment here. Uh, the remote control car that he uses in the film is called a Tycho RC Mutator. Um, and it was one of my, it was my first proper remote control car. Didn't watch the film. Never, didn't know about that. I just saw it in Toys R Us and thought, I'm having that bad boy. That looks great. Uh, and I had it. The really awesome thing about it is it had tank controls, which meant you had two sticks on your controller and you push both up to go forward, both back to go backwards, or you can then, you can do full like 360 oh, sort of it's, spins. It's your proper oh. professional controller. Like well, you, you'd expect, well, no, but, but you'd expect people in robot wars to use or shit maybe like that. yes, yeah, like skid yeah. steer, I believe would yeah. be the. Yeah. But the the biggest thing about it is on the top right, 
it, well, on camera left, uh, <laughs> is um, a button. And that button lowers the car down, it raises it up, and it makes it pitch forward I remember or go it. backwards. Yeah. yeah. And it meant that you could lower it down if you wanted to lower a set of gravity for hardcore what's it. You could raise it up when you were off-road. You could lower the front, to be honest, I think, just for I coolness. think they actually used that. I mean, bearing yeah. in mind, I've only ever seen this once. Well, you mentioned you thought he had modified it with a shovel on the front. but it didn't Yeah, yeah, that's it. it, had, it I think he did actually modify it, but the point but is that the car had the ability to do that. He could lower it. Yeah, the ability the to lower it. To use I tell you what, power. when I was a young and having that bad Boy. Oh my god, I'm on eBay now looking. Uh they're horrendously expensive now for a working one in a box, it's yeah. 300 pounds I think Not that was a, that was probably what what it was. It was once again they used that 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 model to promote it. As oh, well. like oh 100 percent Yeah, time. I mean, you would, one, wouldn't you? Was it the one yeah. that could I, flip I, as well? I would like to say that the, the Scarlett Johansson mentioned the Scarlett Johansson mentioned that was the one, rebound. Two, three, right. four, five, six, seven, eight. She was the eighth casted person yeah. in this film. That's how long ago it was. Um was but I understand how you're saying that they're they're trying to put a different spin on it and everything, but it just felt like the home alone, the alone section of it felt a bit ridiculous. Yes, okay, she had no one to look after him. He had chicken pox for the, the amount of time she was working and then she'd be back home. Um, there was no like big moral of the story or anything. It was just a yeah, a, yeah. I know what you mean, and it, it was a bit of a bit of a shit. You're right because he's just he's literally on a sick day because she's at work. But, but then of course they didn't. It's not just like wet bandits where two idiots are looking for some yeah. you know a cheap robber. They're looking for uh, yeah. I don't remember the exact what's it, but it's like such a big. You know those epi- yeah again talking about South Park where they like just do something simple like and, I don't know just walk outside like the fucking Lord of the Rings deep yeah. videotape where they oh yeah. and actually it's a porno <laughs> tape and oh the kids want it and it just like spirals out of control so yeah. badly and now NASA need this to launch their fucking rocket an it's interestingly like- <laughs> an interestingly pathetic fact but you remember the original house in Home Alone yes mm. now I'll have to get this the right way around I think it was right. the, the, I think it was not the front of their house but I think it was what they used in the background. So when they were doing the studio shots, when you looked out of the house, I might have it the wrong way around, but in Friends, the last season, when Chandler and Monica are looking for a house of their own, if you look out their window of the set, that backdrop was the same backdrop used in Home Alone. Ah, that's cool. Uh, The current owner of that house, I believe, has built a fence around it to stop people infringing yeah, it. Yeah, it's fucking... Because they yeah. kept, you know, encroaching on it and stuff and probably driving uh, pizza cars into their statue out the front. Um, <laughs> I forgot yeah. about that bit. Yeah, yeah uh, uh, that that film... You know what that film, when, when the camera pans in, because I believe... Oh, am I right or am I dreaming? Um, the, the camera comes in down the street... And then it goes in on the house and then it goes through the window and then you get that the family rushing around getting ready for their what's it. And when you first see that house with all the lights set up and everything, my, yeah. it, when you're a young kid, that's that's what your house looks like that from is, the outside. Yeah, that is a proper Christmasy house. That yeah. is like, that is the, basically the house that the Griswolds are yeah. after in yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. National like, Lampoon. Um, John Hughes, I believe he wrote and produced it. Uh, John Hughes, I think, actually, we mentioned him briefly uh, when I was at Poppy's house, but didn't he do things like uh, Blues Brothers and American Werewolf in London? I believe John Hughes did. 
which was great. And then Chris Columbus, who directed it, he did the first Harry Potter film. He also discovered America. Yeah. <laughs> um, and guys, let's please, whilst we're gushing about Home Alone 1, um, and you've got to remember all this as well for another year, Andy, because uh, we'll use this as ammo next year when uh, my <laughs> other chance does come up. Uh, but uh, John Williams. On, on, like, and they literally just approached him and said, Oh, yeah, do you fancy doing some music for this? And he was like, Yeah. And they were like, Really? <laughs> like this, I, this shitty Christmas film shot. that we're doing. Because uh, that I, music I would makes say, that film. I would say the, the closest thing you have to the music in Home Alone from John Williams is probably from Hook, if anyone remembers Hook. Yeah. Um, another favorite film of mine, which got slated when it was back in the box office days. No, I think I right, never yeah. understand why. I think it was. Brilliant. Um, I love it. It's actually one of my favourites. Recently on Netflix, isn't it? A couple of months ago. I've watched it a couple of times since it has been. Really? I I had it on I had it one of the very few films I had on VHS. And I I did used to. I don't I don't think I have it now. But yeah. The VHS cover for that is fucking beautiful. Oh, Um, I would like to say artwork on it is great. I will insert it for YouTube watchers here, but I'll probably forget. Well, yeah, but you'll now hear yourself say that and remember, remember. I don't. You think I listen to that much of it back? <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, right. ladies and gentlemen, thank you, Cookie, for your lovely judgment so far. Uh, we are now moving on to round three. These are the bits where, well, Ed and I have to do more than just remember and gush about films that we know or indeed don't. Uh, but oh, sorry, don't like. But now it's time for us to actually put some effort in. And uh, hell, this is going to be awful. I know, I know. We've got a couple of films in mind. Or at least three, sorry, Ed, you say. I've got two on my list here. You've developed a third. Uh, to listeners uh, and watchers, this is the third round. So this is a two-point round. Oh. Mike has won the first two rounds. Uh, this is so not a if- fucking two-point round. This is, if you remember, it's a two-point round which draws it and then it comes to knocking pockets. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah, it's a two-point round. Yeah. So this is a two-point round. Uh, So if I win this, then we got to do the knocking pockets, which if anyone remembers, we did one with uh, Audu Cookie last year, which was his flute of joy. Um. Do you not remember? You don't remember it, do you? <laughs> I can't remember anything. What are you on about? Oh, wait, what was in my pocket? Yes. 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 What's remember. in my pocket? Yeah. Sorry, Jesus See, Christ. Yeah. It's yes. so funny because the first time you were on this, I I didn't expect you to watch or listen to any content we put out. Um, uh, but you literally did this last year. <laughs> you were yeah. part of it. Yeah. No um, idea what's going on. I think no in record the order of recording, this was the first time last year we ever actually did the What's in the Pocket, didn't we? It was the first time we ever did it. In order of recording, not in order of release. Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> it would be nice. That's above my pay grade. <laughs> we will have to see. But um, so... Uh, don't matter if you start here. thinking of something to squeeze into my pocket now. Just you in, may have just to in just case. have a little glance around. It doesn't have to be anything amazing. Yeah. Have a glance. But, um, right. Whilst whilst he's having a glance around, uh, we have three films. We which do. Is Eyes Wide Shut, Trading Places, and Miracle on 34th Street. Now, Miracle on 34th Street, I know that's an sh- out-and-out Christmas film. Um, the other two, is it just because they've got Christmas elements to them? Because you did this to me last fucking time with what was the film that you chose uh, last it was time? It the City of the Lost Children. 
Now that was and it was one sequence that was a Christmas related. Well, wasn't you say it? that it was kind of the premise of most of the movie, and you get didn't to actually mention, you didn't actually mention <laughs> at any point the Christmas element, which was I mean I know obviously you know it's a bit difficult to point that out, but um, yeah, quite a big Christmas right. element in so, that. So yeah, so I think uh, yeah, he just said suck a dick. But 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 yes, you're right. Uh, uh, th- there are two movies in this uh, option that kind of. Again, it's the diehard situation. Yeah. Is it? Which, isn't it? Which yeah. is good because um, actually on Cookie's list, was he sent to me was uh, Batman Returns and mm. that was on mine. And as you could say, it was a set around Christmas. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. We will go for, I'm, I'm not sure which one to choose first here. So I'm going to ask uh, Mr. Aldo Cookie, who wants to do the first spin? You can choose. I shall say. <laughs> can you repeat that? No. <laughs> no, I cannot. Um, I will say uh, Mike to go first. Mike's first Ooh. spin is. Thank you. Out of three, tick, 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 tick. It's Trading Places. Trading Places. All right, Good. make a note of that. And then my spin, hopefully it doesn't say training places again, otherwise it'd be embarrassing. Tick, 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 tick. Is Miracle on 34th Street. Very nice. Good. Right now, Good everyone. I uh, I mean, this is where we take our five minutes of deliberation to rampantly research Google, insert things into our memory, watch all the YouTube videos we can within a five-minute timeline. Now, there is another bit here as well, as some of you keen-eyed listeners and viewers may know, and that is that no longer are we allowed to just refer to this data. We must look for five minutes and then close, minimise, get rid of any tabs and anything like that we have open. Thus meaning uh, that retained data is really going to be coming quite handy, especially when we're trying to tell Mr. Cookie, well, what, what films these are, how they're useful, and try and sell those films to him, even though he knows exactly what's going on. We'll see you in five. Goodbye! most absurd nightmare. I was poor and no one liked me. I know what you're thinking. You see Paul getting bad? We can make it, baby! Me and you! Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy are trading places. Help! Help! Hey, I don't want your bag, man. Help! 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 Bet that that man could run our company as well as your young Woodthorpe. Are we talking about a wager, Randolph? Is there a problem, officer? Oh, Woodthorpe. I'm glad your parents are not alive to see this. What? What? No, wait, wait! Now this is totally preposterous. I'm not a thief. Here we are, William. Take off your clothes. You are making a career decision here. Take off your clothes. Did you hear what this man said to me? I have witnesses. This man is physically threatening me. Hey, Randy, Morty, this is nice. I like this. We are commodities brokers, William. Commodities are agricultural products, like 
wheat, which is used to make bread, pork bellies, which is used to make bacon, which you might find in a bacon and lettuce and tomato sandwich. I'm considering going long on April wheat. What do you think, Valentine? Freeze, slimeball! Moi? Put that gun away at once, Winthorpe. You lost your mind? Dan Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy. They're not just getting rich, they're getting even. Do you have any better ideas? Yeah, you know, it occurs to me that the best way you hurt rich people is by turning them into poor people. Dan Aykroyd. Eddie Murphy. Ralph Bellamy. We've got to get Wilson and tear up the cell. Donna Michi. Randolph, this isn't Monopoly money we're playing with. Denim Elliott. What a scumbag. And Jamie Lee Curtis. By the way, food and rent, not the only things around here that cost money. You sleep on the couch. Trading places. Some very funny business. Southdown in April of 142! Yes, go. He thinks you're Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I know. Know what? A secret. What secret? Santa Claus. I've known for a long time. He's not real. Says who? My mom. I am the parent. You are the friendly guy down the hall. They say that seeing is believing. <laughs> but the truth is, the world is held together by things you can't see. There really has to be something you want for Christmas. A house, a brother, and a dad. That's all I ever want. He loves you and he wants to kiss you. And he thinks he's the most beautiful woman in the whole world. If you're really Santa Claus, you can get it for me. Right. <laughs> it's an engagement ring. If, if you can't accept anything faith then you're doomed for a life dominated by doubt she's deaf you don't have to talk to her she just wanted to see you you are a very beautiful young lady <laughs> if i could make you believe then there'd be some hope for me if i can't well i'm finished i want this man declared insane this is about a man who has had something very wrong done to him. I want you to help him. Together, we're going to prove that there is a Santa Claus and that you're him. I'm ready, Carlson. Do you believe that you are Santa Claus? Yes, of course. <laughs> I'd like the court to see Mr. Kringle make the reindeer fly. 
He only flies on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Coles believes in Santa Claus. Do you believe in Santa Claus? If this court finds that Mr. Kringle is not who he says he is, then I would ask the court to judge which is worse, a lie that draws a smile or a truth that draws a tear. 20th Century Fox, Richard Attenborough, Elizabeth Perkins, Dylan McDermott, and Mrs. Doubtfire's Mara Wilson present you with the most precious gift of all, something to believe in. Miracle on 34th Street. Directed by Les Mayfield. Okay, everyone, we are back in the room. We have had our 25 minutes of uh, research. <laughs> we may have been chatting shit as well. It's okay. It's Christmas. Um, hopefully, we're going to retain some of this information. I'm going to close all my tabs now, but I'm keeping that eBay tab for the Tyco Mutator open. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Cookie, it is over to you. Right then. This is the final round. This is the decider. It's not really decided because Mike's 2 nil up. But if Ed can come back from behind, as it were, there may be a draw. I am. I think we're going to go with, seeing as Mike is in the lead, I think, Mike, you go first. Fight okay, your corner. So, okay, here we have a lovely... Do you want me to just go plot? Just go for it? Just- Straight in. Straight in, bulls deep. Yes. Uh, we have a film here, a Christmas-based film. It's my favourite film. It's the film, as far as I'm concerned. You have Dan Aykroyd, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, and the one, the only, Eddie Murphy. Ed, what? I know this one now. Now you've said it, I know it. Oh, and oh, I'm glad that uh, I didn't get it. As soon as you... Yes. Okay. Good luck to me. <laughs> good so uh it's a fucking it's a lovely film uh in which eddie murphy plays as a character who's a bit of a a bit of a swindler he's a bit of a homeless man as well very poor down on his luck um and uh he stumbles across dan Aykroyd outside a large company in which uh, you know there's a bag mishap actually it's eddie murphy trying to steal his bag but um they get introduced in this fashion um and then um one of the members of the company uh are called brooks he he swindles it so actually the guy that dan Aykroyd plays gets fired and is then relegated to a very poor status he has nowhere to go he's nothing his home and everything was provided and supplied by the company in that financing so without that he has nothing meanwhile he employs eddie murphy or at least gets him employed so that eddie murphy replaces him as a bit of a goofball um and uh actually does pretty pretty fucking well in the situation um there's lots of trials and tribulations going throughout with Dan Aykroyd actually targeting Eddie Murphy um guys this film is absolutely hilarious those two working together bouncing off each other is cinematic wizardry um you have then uh, the whole plot unfolding as um, they both work together to take down uh, Brooks, the big bad boy, um, and send him on a boat to Africa. Uh, so, I mean, really, 
as far as Christmas films go, I mean, this is a top winner as far as I'm concerned. You've got to have you've got to have them from the bottom. You've got to have them with nothing. You've got to have a bad person, which in this case actually is Eddie Murphy. And then he's got to be t- twisted around. You've got to see actually there's more to life than just getting the money, which he does get. He has the Christmas parties. He hosts those parties. People love him. He's a great character. He plays that Eddie Murphy character very well in this film. And when it came out, it was the fourth grossing like film in the world at that in for that year it was an absolute box office hit and in my heart it's also a michael's heart hit as well <laughs> um, nice nice don't cry don't cry i know well i know i cry at a job of a hat uh, no i was talking I'm, to ed i'm trying oh right <laughs> <laughs> oh wait trying to keep the tears in um <laughs> Now, um, would you consider this to be a traditional Christmas movie with all the elements that it's got? Or would you think or would you say that it's it's one of those movies that's a tag on? It's it is definitely a Christmas movie. There is specifically Christmas parties within the film. Um, and those parties, as we spoke about earlier in the podcast, if it wasn't around Christmas, those parties, those social interactions and everything like that wouldn't have happened and thus given Eddie Murphy the chance to be able to gain that status and win our hearts whilst doing so. If it was just, you know, Wednesday in April, then, you know, maybe it would have been the same. It would have been like, I'm in the office. Oh, fuck, what am I doing now? But it's those social interactions that actually pull it off. Um, and thus, as well as having Christmas lights everywhere, it being snowy uh, and everything like that. Also, yet again, the same thing, but in reverse, Dan Aykroyd being kicked out onto the streets when he's got a family to feed, care for, and everything like that. Um, buying presents. He's got to get his turbo man. Not going to be able to get that if he doesn't have a job, you know? <laughs> Loving the fact you threw the Arnie in the... Very nice. Got it. Got Very it. Nice. It's turbo time. It's turbo time. I can't do it. I'm not even going to try and attempt to. Um, right. I think Scottish. you fought your corner very well there, Mike. Over to Can Ed we- and um, Miracle on 34th Street. Describe to me in uh, as much de- detail as you possibly can why this is your all-time... Always putting his glasses on. Why okay. this is one of your all-time favourite Christmas movies, Ed. Miracle right. on 34th Street. Miracle on 34th Street was a real, like, believe in Santa Claus moment. Um, it was based on a screenplay originally written in 1947. I think there might have been one or two versions before it until the version we know in 1995 from memory. Uh, and it starred the brilliant uh, Richard Attenborough. Um, most people now remember him from Jurassic Park, but he played Chris Kringle. Uh, and he saw, I believe it was a like a Macy's Day Parade type thing like a Christmas parade and he saw like a slightly inebriated Santa Claus and he was, wasn't was very happy with that version. And after that inebriated Santa Claus absolutely fucked up, um, the people looked back to him and went, okay, I think you need to be Santa Claus in our department store. But the problem is this guy, he believed he was Santa Claus whatsoever. And he listened to this girl about like what was her three wishes for Christmas and I believe it was for like a, a, a dad and a home and I think it was a sibling well I know it was a sibling because why am I saying I think it's my favourite Christmas film <laughs> Um, and 
it was really heartwarming to see the the differences in those characters grow up and it seemed like it was a very granular graduate you know it was a natural thing to happen but it was all based upon our wishes based on this person who looked like a department store father christmas but he believed he was father christmas and was clearly father christmas all along now it wasn't just about that that like brought you know that, that seemed heartwarming the bit that really brought a tear to my eye was a woman and a daughter they were in the queue and uh, the mum said to chris kringle that um my my daughter's deaf you can just sit there and listen she'd be happy enough with that and he sat on a lap on his lap and just like she started like signing and he laughed and he started signing back and just seeing that it can lift anyone's spirit at christmas time it was just such a heartwarming moment to see her reaction to him being able to respond father christmas being able to respond to someone who finds it difficult to communicate with people on a normal everyday basis that doesn't know sign language and let's be honest it's too much of a minority uh and it shows how much he was bringing christmas into everybody's spirit whether you believed he was father christmas or not doesn't matter he was clearly had the spirit to be father christmas um and also uh what was your opinions on on how the movie kind of turned out towards the end the bit where uh chris ended up in court the bit how christmas chris ended up in court is I'm not winging this, is um, the bit that I think everybody realised was amazing was when he had to have his fingerprints. And I'm hoping I'm going to get a nod from Cookie on this, but he won't. <laughs> but he, he, he had to get his fingerprints and his fingerprints were all like um, snow, like snowflake patterns. <laughs> uh, and it was, yeah, it was... How someone with such a kind heart had to go through court and all he was trying to do was bring the best into the world. Um, it's heartbreaking. It is really heartbreaking and to, to see that that's what people think in court. People think in court that, the, you know, obviously they're doing something bad, but he, all he was trying to do was bring good into the fucking world. And his fingerprints... You think <laughs> everything? Um, do you think he was harshly treated? Then I mean, it sounds like you, you 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 would agree that he was quite harshly treated. Yeah, because uh, you know that that that's it. You've got the 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 accusations against him, and it was very difficult for a man who believed he was doing good in the world and believed his father Christmas to have to go through such a thing. And all he was doing was bringing kindness into the world, and he he was granting. What felt like subliminally, if you didn't see it, the three wishes to one little girl. Very good. Very I good. I like that. Um, you, Fuck you, Michael. As soon as you started talking about drunken Santas and stuff, and I was like, you're that character right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, as soon as you, especially when he put those glasses on. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> you're Santa. And a darn good one at that. <laughs> Come share my knee. <laughs> Amazing. Right. So, Trading Places and Miracle on 34th Street, two fantastic films. Two they are. Christmas movies. I mean, one of them's far superior, of course. 
one of them is far superior, <laughs> but which one is it? That's the question. Um, yeah. I think you did both did really, really well um, with your five-minute research. 20-minute research. No, it wasn't. It was 25 minutes research, uh, retaining the information <laughs> as far as your favourite movies of all time. Just to clarify, we did actually research for five minutes and then chatted for the other 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, right. Now, Trading Places, again, is one of those movies, like you said, Mike, it, it, it shows a lot about what Christmas movies are about as far as taking somebody uh, who's down on their luck and giving them the best Christmas ever. Yeah. And, and also the coming together of two adversaries and making yes. them work together for the Boom. better cause, for the bigger cause. Get it done. Get the it big, done. The, the bigger pl- claws, if you will. <laughs> bigger pl- paws? But the bigger yes. cl- Santa Claus, claws, bigger Santa claws. claws. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> Mrs. Why Stretch, is, there light, but... is there a red light on you now, Ed? What's going on there? It's because no, he's this, lent into his bookcase. Yeah, it's the bookcase. Oh, right, I, got... I thought you were glowing then for a moment. It was very Christmassy. Oh, you've gone blue. Right, okay. Um, this won't make any sense for anyone that's listening on the podcast. No. So, um, uh, it's fairly, it's fairly simple. He's flicking through colours on yeah. his RGB lights. On his it's LED great light. fun. Nice. He's having a lovely time. Miracle on 34th Street is, <laughs> as Ed tried to uh, <laughs> stumble his way through, um, um, quite a wonderful film. <laughs> it's a wonderful, wonderful film. What do you mean stumble? It's a heartwarming s- series of events. Your it's your favourite Christmas, like, like, Christmas movie. They're, 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 they're a granular events happening. <laughs> they don't that. realise that... Yeah. Just because based Bristol upon a wish, it's based upon the three <laughs> wishes of a child made by Chris Kringle, mm. the man, and he pulled it off. He pulled it off in the end. Um, oh, we did. Let's not say that about, about uh, Richard <laughs> yeah. Attenborough. Yes, he, he, he never did that kind of thing. He's not John Barrowman under um, uh, the Christmas tree. Um, Spacey. No, he didn't. Um, this is this is a tough one because both movies are one of my well, they're both. Up there as far as Christmas films that I want to watch at Christmas. Yeah. Um, Me too. <laughs> Miracle on 34th Street is, again, I hate... Right, I hate to say it. Well, no, no I don't hate to say it. Miracle on 34th Street is edging it because of... Uh, <laughs> was that a duck? I think I, I, think I heard a duck. Um, <laughs> it's edging it because of Attenborough being in it. And you can't beat Attenborough. Also, the fact that he plays an amazing Santa Claus in the film, Chris Kringle. Can I, can I make a big shout out to, I can't remember her name for the life of me, but it was the same girl who was in Matilda. It, it was. And she was I, also in the Thomas the Tank Engine movie. I don't remember that one. Yeah, she was a fantastic talented, and still is, yeah. talented, fantastic actress. I think she moved on to writing of most recent times, but um, yeah. uh, sorry, she, are you saying wonderful. that Richard Attenborough beats out Eddie Murphy, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Dan Aykroyd? Well, neither of them can really? play Father Christmas as well as Richard Attenborough can. So yeah, yeah no, I yeah, I am. I reckon Eddie Murphy could. No, <laughs> it's the same. No. Um, on this occasion, because it is 
uh, heartwarming and um, you pinpointed one of the moments that I actually cried at as well, Ed. I did actually... Uh, Not snowflake was it the death? Was it the death? No, no, it wasn't the... <laughs> Wasn't the amazing snowflake fingers? <laughs> it was. It was the sign language for the little girl in the shopping. The, si- the sign language. The best bit about it was not mm-hmm. the fact he did it. It was her response to the fact yeah. that she can have a conversation with. Bless you. Thank she you. can have a father uh, father conversation. A father she can conversation. have a con- <laughs> yeah. she can have a conversation with Father Christmas about what she wants for Christmas, and it was such a natural reaction from him and the amazing surprise from her and the, the big beaming grin on her face. Uh, people know, as, as Mike just said, we had a 25 minute break on this. I started looking for this whilst having a shit on the toilet and I watched that clip <laughs> and I nearly shed a tear whilst you having a shit. shit. You did a cry poo. I nearly did a cry poo over this film. We've all done. I wouldn't need to have a cry prayer over this film because I've watched it hundreds of times because it's my favourite Christmas movie. (laughs) (laughs) Right, I am going to have to go for Miracle on 34th Street on this occasion. Oh! Because because Santa is in it and Santa is played by Attenborough and it is a a lovely heartwarming movie. He was harshly treated uh, in the third quarter of the film and then pulled it around to grant the wishes of the the lovely little Matilda. Girl, was whilst we've spoken about this, am I imagining the bit about the fingerprints? In all honesty, I can't remember whether it was. Finger, uh, I, I, like, I, I remember that's why I was so much when I was younger. There was an advert for it on BBC One, and I'm sure there was a bit when he had fingerprints done, and there was it's the, the whole was, court case. They're trying to prove that he's yeah. not Santa, um, yeah. and then obviously the entire city are in uproar because he is, yeah. you know, in their eyes, he is Santa. So they turn the case around. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, I've got two things to say about this. <laughs> what? You fucking do. <laughs> or hang on. This, the other thing is put something in your pocket, I'm guessing. Well, you, yeah. So yeah, have um, a quick look around whilst Mike modes. Yeah, firstly, yet again, Ed wins around based on previous memories, even though it's supposed to be around literally and when you have no recollection. That's fine. It's okay, No, Ed. but no, 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 no. Enjoy no, your fucking wait, point, all wait. right? We are talking about films here. Everyone has seen at least a poster or a clip of a fucking film. I've never, and I swear down, ever watched Miracle on 34th Street. All I remember is something about him doing fingerprints, and it might not even be based on the film because no one here can say that. Luckily, anti-Google. Yeah. Snowflake fingerprints here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Snowflake fingerprints. Why apt for the age that we live in? Film. Snowflake fingerprints. Uh, it's not in a film. Okay. All right, so yeah, that's your musings. Probably. <laughs> you lied. Um, well. Jesus. If someone wants to pop over to YouTube who's listening and just clarify if they remember that, please pop over and fuck it off in the comment section below. Right. Uh, <laughs> and Merry what? fucking Christmas. The hollow thing is about this is that regardless, I'm very happy for you getting your two points in and drawing with me, even though I'm on two rounds. And uh, we now get to actually do the pocket knockers game, which we haven't done for so long. I will let 
you, I will let Mike decide because he's like won two individual rounds, decide who's going to ask the first question on the pocket. Go on, Ed. Do you want me to start, do you? Yeah, ways to go. All right, okay. Is it pink? <laughs> is it, uh, is it plastic? Is it wholly plastic? You can give us, yeah. Um, I was going to say yes and no. So is it? It, so, it, so it contains it's not, plastic. It, yeah, it's not wholly plastic. Okay. Is it majority metal? No. Is it the majority but, plastic then? But does it contain yes. metal? Uh, yes. Okay. So majority plastic with bits of metal. Yeah. Good. Is it your whistle again? <laughs> no, because that's here. There's the there's the flute of joy. No, it's oh, not play the, the play the flute of joy. Come on. No, I'm not playing the flute of joy. All right. We wish you a merry Christmas. Um. <laughs> that was because we're because nearly, we're on Discord. Nearly, nearly I'd likely be able to hear that in post because <laughs> noise suppression just... on Discord cancels it all out. <laughs> It literally couldn't hear a thing. It looked like you were miming sucking a dick. Right. Uh, okay. Um, does it does it control of the devices? No. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Ah, ooh. Ting tang. What I want a bing bang. Oh Christ. Are we just going for yes no answers here? Yeah. Yes. I'm going to say yes. Does it hold any sort of electrical current at all? No. Okay. Hmm. Ah. Uh, does it have buttons? No. Okay. Is it long and skinny? Ginky. <laughs> um, yes. Does it emit light? No. Be quite difficult without a voltage. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> does it contain any wood? No. Does it contain string? No. I'll put us both out of our misery here, Ed. Is it just plastic and metal? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes, it is. Okay. But what is it? Yeah, I know. Uh, we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, Moments uh, away from getting the answer, Andy. Um, is it? Is it? Is it designed to be a handheld device? <laughs> no. Did you buy it separately? No. It's a good one, Mike. Thank you, Ed. It's all right, darling. No. <laughs> See you in the showers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, wait for the train to go past. <laughs> uh. Always got a train when you're around. Uh. By that, I mean dick. <laughs> Big old fucking... Is it a train? <laughs> Not a train, no. Okay. Is it, <laughs> is it a train? Um, do do you use it for streaming? 
Yes. Is it a disc? No. Does it connect to a computer? Mm. Be quite hard without passing a voltage. Ah! Yeah, no. 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 Okay. Is it a stylus? No. I know, I know uh, Beardy Viking Dale's already got this. <laughs> Probably, yeah. If he's watching it right now, he would have had it already. Fuck yeah. off, Dale. It's a Voxel um, Extra, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> but he uses it for streaming, though. And it contains metal and plastic. And it only contains metal and plastic. Uh, it doesn't plug into anything. Nope. Would you okay. consider it to be to be used with a technical device or is it more for you know prop purposes sorry that's not a yes or a no it is oh no it's not is it considered a, to be used with a technical device yes okay right okay <laughs> it's not a stylus you wouldn't steal a handbag. <laughs> Went to the shit in his helmet. <laughs> um, you wouldn't download a house. <laughs> Is it a wire? Be quite difficult without passing a voltage. Hang on, <laughs> hang on, hang on. Yes. Ah! Fuck you, Michael. Is it more of a tube? Nope. Okay. I shall ask him once more. <laughs> Does it pass a voltage? No. Does it hold a voltage? No. Just checking. Go on, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm fucking thinking! <laughs> ah, good what, happens if, what happens if you don't get it? What happens? No, that doesn't happen. It's never going to happen. We'll be recorded till the end of the fucking... <laughs> recorded <laughs> till hours. actually Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> At least you'll have an excuse then. <laughs> um... <laughs> Got it. So it's I've not. Got it. It's I know not, what it is. Go on then. No, no, no. You ask your question first. Well, no, because I'm not close. I was going to. Oh, did I say that. something about wire? I can't remember. Well, you asked. But I'm going to ask. Is it a moustache comb? No. Fuck. <sighs> Shit. And it's not considered more of a pipe or a tube. It And it would be considered a wire, but at a push. So is that plastic sheathing, is it around the the metal core? Yes. Is it a pipe cleaner? No. 
Was it majority plastic? I know you guys say yes or no, but I can't remember. Was it majority plastic? Yes. Just, you carry on, Mike. Okay. Would it be considered a tool? E- yes. Would it be considered for vanity? <laughs> what? What? I don't know, but I'm trying to think um, of well, like, the no. practicality of it. No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. I, I, just, <laughs> I'm uh, now trying to think how I'd use it for vanity. I'm just uh, earlier, Ed. I asked if it would be considered like part of for use for the technical device. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember. Um, I'm over halfway it? through a bottle of rum, so you're doing it, well. It, you're doing well. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, is it something to clean between the keys and your keyboard? No. No. What a trick, Ian. You fucking I remember the fucking pipe was a toughie as well, actually. Very good at this. Fucking is. Um, shit. Shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the flute of joy is not something that everybody <laughs> has to hand. It's true. But that yeah, was a good yeah. one last year. Ah. <sighs> This, the, oh no. Is it designed to fit in a pocket? Is it, is it, you know, is it supposed to be a pocket device? No, no. Is it a microphone clip? I'm going to say... Can't hear it. Can't hear it. What was that? Boop. Microphone clip. Um, is it like a suspending thing like this? No, no. But it's not like a clip. Okay. No problem. Is it like it? Is it like a cable tie? Yay! Let me have a rummage around. There you go. It's a cable tie. Oh, right. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, just for everyone uh, listening, uh, what he has produced is one of those little tie things that you get when you uh, get a cable. Oh, yeah. You buy a new cable and it's yep. it's got those wrapped around it and you have to untwist them. Yep. Or even if you buy a Tyco mutator, uh, you'll find it's fastened. <laughs> Fastened to the cardboard using just those. Yeah. Um, yeah, wow. Some of those nice one. Nice one. Quite, well quite difficult to answer some of those questions. So I think you've done really well to eventually land upon the right answer. Yeah, I know. Well, we always get there. It just takes us a while. Either way, it's always first. All that matters is. <laughs> It's Christmas and I've won, so... Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Does that, hang on. So have you won overall this year? What? Or just no, 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 just today. Oh, I've got to make the most uh, of the situation. We should totally work that out, though. I was going to say because you've done, you've done several podcasts and uh, I'll try and tally it. I'll try and yeah. tally it. No, uh, can we not just work yeah. it out quickly now? Fucking hell! All right, uh, yeah. If you want to do that, right? Hang on. What fucking hell? You make life difficult, don't you? <laughs> um, switch. Hang on. Switch Half account. Rum in. <laughs> yeah, no. Right. 
I don't. I don't on, know do which math. ones I've do math I now. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> I don't know which ones I've fucking won or what. Your mum. Um. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Uh. Switch cat. Uh, done that. Right. Let's go from the last one. So I won last year's Christmas one. Then the Did episode. You? I believe so. Let's have a look. Yeah. Mike, Mike, you won the one with me last year. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, because I won it based on the uh, bad Santa. Oh, what uh, about Asians? Oh, yeah. I don't know who won it. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why yeah. I'm, I'm just going to go and have a look. Well, do you want to have a look at that one? I'll do the next one. Oh, I'll look at Aidan's very quickly. I'll do Dan's. Then you had Pierce Brosnan on, didn't we, as well? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is harder to locate than I. Uh, this isn't a good idea because I've not got a fucking clue. <laughs> Sorry. It's my fault. I said it. Oh, wait there. Yeah, with Dean's, we finished very early, didn't we? And we actually just ended up talking through the other games on his list for 20 minutes. Yeah, it's, we're never going to fucking know. Why are you bringing this up? <laughs> well, sorry. I just thought, you know, you've done several podcasts this year. Who's the overall winner? That's a good point. For but, 20, um, 21. I, I, think, I think what we'll do is we'll look through it in post. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm and up for that. It so will literally take the, half an hour. The, the, the winner is here somewhere. <laughs> okay, here's the scores. And thank you so much to Ree and Warhouse Norkers for helping me put this bloody list together. We'll start with last year, 2020. I won one with Mark, and Mike won two with Lucan and Aldo Cookie last Christmas. We also had some guest contestant rounds. We had one with Rainacees, which was versus Mike. Mike won again. And then there was one with Coop Cooper versus myself. Coop Cooper won that one. Now on to 2021, we had Aiden Hartroll. Mike won that. Me Machine Dean, I won that. Kyle, aka Azarin, I won that. Pierce Brosnan, Mike won. KD Wilco, Mike won. Mark, Mike won. T, aka Tainted Souls, Mike won, and finally, Aldo Cookie, and I won, which means Mike has won this year five to three. Brilliant. Yeah, well done yeah, to them. Well on. done, that person. <laughs> I'm so glad you did it. Congrats. After all that oh, time. I, I know, you did a great job, Mike. <laughs> Let, let's, let's hope that we didn't draw. <laughs> Or else well, no, but that's why we're appreciated of each other because we may or may <laughs> well, not have drawn. Yes, oh. yes, yes. Thank, thank you very much for Cookie for being there for a, a year. Uh, how do Cookie? You're streaming Saturdays. That and is my normal slot. Yeah, two PM Greenwich Mean Time. If uh, if I'm actually on time, which is highly unusual for me. Um, uh, yeah, uh, variety so streamer. Lots of different games. Uh, shit banter, shit gameplay. Come along! That's on twitch.tv forward slash Aldo Cookie and on Twitter. You Thank can you find so much. Pocket Knockers on Twitter, Ed, Ed the Penguin on Twitter. We're also on Twitch, so is Ed. I am tiresome on YouTube and Potent Productions, I'm farting as I'm talking, uh, on Twitter. <laughs> I heard the rattle. Did you really? Yeah, I could hear the rattle. I could hear it. I could fucking hear it. You conversing. Is how like, are you expel? How are you expel expelling uh, from both ends? Surely that would have caused an uh, an explosion in the universe, wouldn't it? I am a ball of hot air. <laughs> I've got. 
plenty of editing ahead of me. Thank you so much. <laughs> again, again, so sorry. So sorry. Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy New Year. Yeah. We will see you uh, in the new year. And we've got loads more good shit coming your way. Uh, probably. <laughs> Thank you, everybody who has been listening and watching throughout the past year and a bit of bollocks. And you have more bollocks to come. But Merry fucking Christmas. I do like having bollocks to come. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> do the waving noises. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Right, let's get one of these tycos fucking ordered. <laughs>